0: following program is rated tv malv it contains strong language violence and nudity it is intended only for mature audiences We go bar flies. Welcome to the bar fly tailgate. So you already know it's done by bar flies for bar flies and all the other bears fans out there. Good morning, gentlemen. We do not have a bears game to cover today as they played on Thursday, but I thought it'd be a good time to come in and do like a mid-season review. Talk about some of the things we saw some of the things we expect to see maybe some coaching stuff if they decide to go that route and maybe even talk about what could happen if somehow Ibra Flew saves his job and stays and maybe we'll touch on some draft prospects as well as I told Jordan prior to coming in I know quarterback gets hit over the head and everyone talks quarterback but I, I, I kind of want to touch on some of the other positions like pass rusher three tech uh center <laughs> obvious you know obvious things that the Bears could use and and maybe some guys that Jordan's looking at and maybe we can start watching on Saturdays you know um I watch Kentucky, uh, so I am pretty well versed on what they have and what they don't have, <laughs> and uh, so so I'd like to kind of look at some other players around college football that I might want to see before the draft. But uh, first and foremost, good morning. How are you guys doing? I'll start with Chris, and we'll hit some intros, and then and then get this thing started. I'm gonna go over down, then KB, and then and then we'll uh, we'll get the topics rolling.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. It's always great to see you fellas. Sorry about last week or a little bit under the weather, uh, but I'm back back to full force. So, uh, yeah, uh, great, great, great to be back with you. And uh, yeah, I know we won on Thursday. We're a bit ugly, but at least we won. And uh, I just know today is going to be another great show with you boys.
0: Yeah, it it was definitely an ugly game Thursday. We'll get into that first, probably. Go ahead, Jordan.
2: Uh, good morning, fellas. I'm happy to be here as always, 7.09 a.m. California uh, time, so nice and early. But, you know, I me; mean, I don't, I don't stop working. I'm either cutting up film, I'm talking draft prospects. You got me here prognosticating <laughs> about what happens if this more franchise keeps the PE teacher as coach. But I'm, I'm happy to be here with you fellas nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> um, so always happy to be here and chat, as always. We're here because of you. So thank you so much for being here, Foczy, uh Jeremy, Robert, AC Adam, Cornelius, all you fine gentlemen. We appreciate you being here
0: absolutely uh kb good morning the uh Michigan Wolverines won a big one yesterday and Fchesy is already giving you um the congratulations as he is a penn State fan oh yeah uh, I know fachesy is and and I kind of feel the same way about Kentucky um the way they just don't show up in big games when the when the lights are bright and and all eyes are on them they just kind of they just kind of dwindle away um how you doing this morning kB Oh man, your boy is great, man. You know what I'm saying? I did a smart thing. I came home and went straight to sleep and I was like, go ahead and
3: set this young alarm so your boy can get up. You feel me? Uh <laughs> that being said, man, yes, it was a great win yesterday. Uh it's 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 nice to see a team, you know what I'm saying, that's very well coached, no matter who's the head coach at that point. Play a good game. Uh you've seen them pivot after a certain point, because uh halftime, we stopped throwing passes. It literally became, we're just going to run the ball down y'all throat. And I was there for it. So, yeah, your boys doing good, man. Uh, shout out to the Penn State uh, community, man. Y'all y'all legit scared a, a, a coach into saying, let's just run the fucking ball. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, that's how I looked at it. So,
0: yeah, that kind of hurts. Uh, I know Jordan's a huge J.J. Uh, McCarthy pissed, and, uh, oh, yeah. and his stat line kind of like, there's a guy that I, I went to school with, and for whatever reason, he's a USC fan, but he talks all college ball. And he was like, I just don't like this stat line. Big 10 quarterbacks are all bad, ball, ball. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I, I just – obviously, he's a USC fan, so he's a Caleb Williams fan. But yeah. no, I just – it's the thing. Your, your coach
3: realized that, you know what, this probably isn't the route to try to go. my boy threw eight passes yesterday yeah eight he completed seven of them he threw eight passes, (laughs) and he did not complain i didn't hear anybody better eye about it for real the team did what they had to do to win the game bro all right yeah
0: So. Yeah, that's good coaching, man. If you see something working and that's what you pivot to, that's then that's what you pivot to if it's working. Right. you know. Uh, but we'll get into a little bit about the Thursday game. I stayed up late, watched it. I went to bed when it was like 16 to 10. I don't even know why I stayed up that late because that game was so <laughs> slow. And I thought we had a shot to lose, honestly. Like for a lot of the game at the start, we looked – I mean, the defense didn't look bad, but it just felt like – We couldn't get any traction on offense. I expected Deontay Foreman to have a huge game against his former team, and he did have a pretty good game. I think he had 80 yards and a touchdown. So if there is a player of the game, I guess he would be the one. Um, But it was just really ugly and slow, man, and it's just so boring to watch. And And as I watch football today, like all the other teams, I'll be like, why Why can't the Bears do things like that? It's not like we don't have people. <laughs> you have DJ Moore who you gave the ball right out the gate and he ran for 16 yards. And then you didn't touch him again for, I don't know, a quarter and a half or something before he finally got another target. Like, I, I don't understand. And, and I don't know if this is coaching or if they – I just don't know, man. But it's so heartbreaking to watch my team be boring – and grind out victories against – it was a bad team beating a worse team. Let's, let's let's not beat around the bush. Both these teams were awful. Um, the one possible good thing is that our undrafted free agent quarterback played to the same exact level as the number one overall pick for the Carolina Panthers, and we own their first-round pick. So <laughs> that's <a>, – <laughs> No, how, how about
3: how about it being the first time the Heisman Trophy winner from the D1 and then the Heisman Trophy winner from the D2 played each other?
0: Right. I, yeah. Right.
3: I said, and that, that was an interesting stat that they brought up. I was like, oh, hey, I've never, ever thought
0: about that even being a scenario. But that's actually I was I like, mean, that's, um... that's actually pretty dope. He's the first D2 quarterback to really start, isn't he? Or is there another? I think I'd seen something about maybe John Kitna back in the day. I think he was D2 maybe. But uh, it, it was he's the first possibility of that happening. Um, I mean, Bajon was fine. He didn't do anything that was blew me away. He didn't do anything. I mean, there was one play where Tyler Scott's wide open in the middle of the field, but we've seen – Justin do that as well, you know. It's mm-hmm. and I don't know if does that come back to coaching or just not studying the film. I think he came back later mm-hmm. in, in the same play and he did hit Tyler Scott or something. He hit Tyler Scott in the middle of the field at some later on in the game. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if what, that was something the, that they the Tyler Scott the play was the or, that
3: wasn't the one that put the game. Away. I think that was to Darnell Mooney, but it was it was a Tyler Scott pass over the middle that moved the chains. I know that
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was the same player or 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 what yeah ac adams says Mm in 2023
1: i mean i I must admit it was the uh sorry mate go on go Go ahead i mean i must i must admit what i I must admit, like the first game i didn't watch live because i just had a feeling that it was going to be a terrible game so I i didn't i didn't i didn't Watched the game until like the Friday morning. So, like, I would try not to see the score on my phone. And my God, I made the right decision because that was such a hard fucking game to watch. It was so diet like, two two drunken people trying to fight and they just couldn't connect. <laughs> it was terrible. And, uh, but I must admit, the one bit what did really excite me was the play of Sweat. I know, I know, right. like, Sweat did actually get a sack himself, but the amount of pressures that guy got on, on their quarterback. Just released all the rest of our defensive linemen to actually get sacks, and uh, you can just see that D line slowly developing now with with friend of the show Andrew Billings in the middle, and then Sweat. And if we can get if we can get the other guy to play well that we brought in this year on the other end, then you know that D line starting to look good. I mean, I think we're sort of fourth or fifth, you know, best against the uh, you know against the rush. Which is amazing to see how shit we were at the start of the season. So I think the defense has really sort of picked up over this last sort of month, really. But the offense, they just went, for me, they were like overly conservative. Obviously, what they were trying to do is they were trying to make sure that Virgin didn't turn it over so many times like it did the previous game. And they just went ultra conservative. And you could tell he were really sort of doing his check downs quick and just you know, dink and dive in the ball out of his hands. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we won it. Cause obviously it helps us with the draft, but, uh, as a sporting spectacle, like AC said, it was, it was lacking in drama and skill a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Uh, what'd you think of the game Thursday, Jordan?
2: Uh, I mean, I covered it with Aldo. So anybody that's interested in kind of hearing live takes, I did the halftime show and after game with Aldo and that was a good time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, You know, it was fine. We'll take a win wherever we can get it, and I certainly think I said at the time that you'd rather win that game than lose it. Uh, Carolina certainly has a better chance of handing you the number one overall pick now because, I mean, I hate to say it, the Bears are one of the worst teams along with the Panthers, so um, certainly they aren't going to face much worse competition than the Bears. So likely uh, you have that number one pick locked up. Defense? Defense, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give some credit. I put some out on Twitter at the time, and it was like early second quarter I said, now that the secondary is healthy, you to you know I just told that the Bears defense would be all stars, and uh, I think you know I got some 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 trouble for that because everybody's like, well, the defense is the reason they're winning the game, and certainly I'll give some credit. I think the defense was solid. I think Iberflus is calling a, a different style of game than what Allen Williams was doing now that, and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the secondary being back. Uh, but it's important to also remember that they are playing. Uh, the kid with the pop gun arm and he can't see over his offensive line and the offensive line is severely regressing and they're on their second play caller of the season and they're at one win on the, se- you know, it's all about nuance and context. So uh to, I think Chris said it to Chris's point. I thought it was a really ugly game. Uh it was. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll touch a little bit more on, you know, AC, you were asking, I wonder if it's the coaching or what it was. I, I mean, Tyson said it himself and it looked like it during the game. And then luckily he reaffirmed it, which is, You know, coach told us just don't turn the ball over and we'll win the game. And so what you saw on Thursday night was the perfect example. It was one step above J.J. McCarthy yesterday, but it was the perfect example of telling a quarterback, "Um, we're going to neuter you today and we're going to ask you to simply just uh, throw, you know, the least amount that you have to and don't take any shots. Uh, It's not worth the chances. Don't think that you have a cannon. We're going to just have you throw screens and throw flats and, Maybe you can throw an occasional out or a dig if they're wide-ass open. But other than that, don't put the ball in arms away. And we're going to play ugly football. And you heard Iberflus talk about that after the game. He was, you know, feeling himself, being all happy and cheery, talking about, well, it was a defensive game. And, you know, <laughs> I, it's why he's allowed to think what he wants. But I want to sit there and go, it didn't have to be a defensive game. You guys are two trash franchises this season. You're, you're playing horrendously bad, and you turned it into a defensive slugfest when the reality is if you hadn't put a collar or a leash on your quarterback – maybe we could have done something different.
0: Yeah, it just – I mean, Faloose mm. came out after halftime and said they had something up his sleeve. I guess oh the something God. up his sleeve was kick him field goal to go up six instead of seven. Like, as he did it, I was like, why, how do you not go for two there? Like, just conservative play calling. Like, and luckily we were playing the Panthers. Anybody else would have would have taken advantage of that and I think beat us. I just – I hate a conservative play calling. I just – it's just yeah. something to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I was able to go to bed and feel comfortable because I have to work early. But, like, give me some – I'd rather stay – like the, the night we played the Commanders, I stayed up and watched that entire game and went to work with, like, four hours of sleep because it was just so fun to watch. Um, I did like what Chris said about Montez Sweat getting the pressures uh and raising the level of the rest of the defensive line. We saw Justin Jones playing pretty well uh, yeah. and Gokwe got a sack. Um it, it, it was, I mean, that's, that's positive to see. I'm happy to see. I love Jack Sanborn. I'm so glad I bought his Jersey because he is just out there <laughs> wreaking havoc. Uh, He did drop a, Game ceiling interception, but that, it almost makes me think. And as much as I loved the signing of Tremaine Edmonds, did we waste a lot of money there? Like we had Jack Sanborn in the building and it's just kind of like Edmonds is fine. He probably would have made that pick, but other than that, what does he give you that you're not getting from Jack Sanborn? I I don't know if you guys, anyone answer me. I mean, it's, it's length. It's a, I mean, I'm being, to be frank, it's it's length. It's a,
2: it's athleticism. It's, I, and the thing that you struggle with is a guy like Jack Sanborn, and this is even quarterbacking, a guy with a rocket arm can just see it and rip it in versus a guy like a Bryce Young or a Tua. They have to anticipate to be able to make up and overcome that. Well, that's similar in the case of Edmonds and Sanborn. Sanborn's got a good enough football intelligence on the field to be able to read out plays and be where he needs to be. Even if he doesn't have top end speed, it's kind of the TJ Edwards effect. Where that's unfortunately, awesome. a guy like Tremaine Edmonds doesn't necessarily, he's never shown fantastic instincts. Um, he's much better in pass coverage, but you also just can't teach length and athleticism. And there's not a lot of linebackers running around at 6'5, 240 um, that run all over the field. And again, I'm not trying to excuse Tremaine Edmonds' play. I'm not trying to say that Jack Sanborn hasn't looked better. All of that's true. Um, but, and, I think you you fellas, at least you fellas know, I'm as harsh on the Bears as you're going to find. Uh, but even I have to sit here and admit that at least the last time you saw Tremaine playing, um, he was playing, I believe, with Allen Williams. If he if he was playing, he maybe had a single game with Iberflus. And um, some of the dials and the tempo of that defense's uh, play calling has changed since he's been out. And so we see what it looks like. He also didn't get a chance to play when uh, – I'm not telling you that Dexter or Pickens are, are leagues better than they were when he was in – but the whole idea of a guy like him is you can't have offensive linemen coming up to the second level and putting hands on Tremaine Edmonds. That's not his game. And unfortunately, when he was in, there was a lot of that going on.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess the height and speed. Like I said, I liked Edmonds a lot. I just, and maybe I'm just a biased fan who has a Sanborn, uh, Sanborn jersey, uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look.
2: Dude,
0: I feel like this. If, if, if Sam
2: Bourne's
3: had Edmonds' length, we'd be looking at Fred Warner. If oh yeah. If he, his, if he had his length and size, we'd be looking at Fred Warner. Yeah. Because instincts wise, I give I give the nod to Sam Bourne. uh 100. The kid, the kid is legit. What the Eagles got with T.J. Edwards? He's just he's so instinctive. He knows where the ball is going to be. He's going to be there. Yes, he's held back by the limitations he has, even though sometimes it looks like he doesn't run the 4-7 that they say he runs. It looks like he's a little faster sideline to sideline than what he actually is. But the kids, he, he, he just seems like a natural-born leader. Uh you got to be happy to have him on your team. I, I don't know how you can continue to not keep him on the field at this point, though, because – uh I want to say he probably looks like one of the better defenders we have right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are talking that just to stick with linebacker. Um, obviously the Roquan Smith thing that came out this week uh, talking about he's glad to see his career, not going down the drain, this and that um, TJ Edwards numbers are comparable to Roquan Smith's. Roquan Smith just happens to have mm. a lot more around him. A, a, um, the best, and, the best
2: defensive play caller right now, and maybe outside of Brian Flores, that's what he's got going for him,
0: right? He's got all of that. Uh, I just to me, and I said this on Twitter. I'm pretty sure number one, the Bears offered him the same contract they gave Tremaine Edmonds, and he turned it down. He wanted an extra two million a year, and they didn't want to give it to him, so they offer. I'm assuming. Because they don't just pull that contract out of their ass. I mean, Edmonds was signed the the like five minutes after free agency hit. You know what I mean? So, um, I would mm-hmm. be willing to bet that they offered him that contract and he turned it down, and then he asked for a trade and they gave him that trade, and then he says, you know, I just I'm glad my career is not going down the drain in Chicago. Like <laughs> to me, a you know what they offered you. No one else knows what they offered you. And, B, if you're a great player, yeah, you can go over that. You can go join a franchise that's consistently going to the Super Bowl or shooting for a Super Bowl, or, or you can see yourself as the guy turning that around. And if I was a great player, a D1 athlete, a guy who, who went to Georgia – or a great school and got drafted in the first round, I feel like I would want to be part of the turnaround rather than like those players back in the day. If they were just like, I'll just go play for the Patriots and compete for Super Bowls. Like you could do that or try and be part of the reason why a team turns it around. And I just, I felt like it was, and I love Roquan. I mean, I was about to buy his jersey if we'd have re-signed him, but I didn't. Um, but I just those comments while they may be true, he hadn't, he had no reason to say something like that. He could have just said, Look, I enjoyed my time mm-hmm. in Chicago. There's, I was part of a long lineage of linebackers. I was a first round pick. They offered me something and I didn't like it. So I left, but instead, he mm-hmm. took digs at us for no reason while he's on a better team. Like, <laughs> Jordan, you're laughing. I don't. Uh, i bet... I'm laughing, I'm laughing because I'm
2: not. Let think... clear AC and Chris and everybody else in the chat. I'm not at all besmirching you for having a negative opinion on Roquan, but I have I... Maybe I'm just the contrarian, but I agreed with him. I was like, because I mean,
3: so let me. me I okay. you on this, Jordan. Okay,
2: because
3: <laughs> I, I feel I feel like the comments were taken out of context when you put in the whole perspective
2: of that that interview.
0: Yeah, okay, listen, I didn't listen the to the whole point. interview. I just heard oh, the, the, the no. stuff that they put out. Yeah, go ahead, George. Because
2: you gotta think, like, there's very seldom are you gonna have a player just go, Hey, so Roquan, how's your day? Oh, let me tell you about how bad the Bears are, and I'm so yeah. ready to be. I mean, on. I was
0: assuming that they I, asked him I, about yeah, his no, time no, no, in no. Chicago think... and now his time in Baltimore. But also, but...
2: like AC, real quick, this is this is like I'll rest my case on this. I'm with you. I think it's first off, I always think it's really alluring and cool to say. A player played with one franchise this whole year. That's the gold standard to me. Mm-hmm. If he was good enough to last long enough where they wanted to keep him, and he never had to go anywhere, and all that's fantastic. We watched Brian Erlocker, we watched Lance Briggs, we watched, I guess Mike Singletary won one, but the whole point is: I mean, the most recent one that you all you have to do is rely on is we watched a Hall of Famer and Brian Erlocker, and arguably what should be a Hall of Famer and Devin Hester, and what probably should be a Hall of Famer and Lance Briggs, and they were the good old boys trying to turn it around all the time. And the bears never paid that off, never rewarded them. And as much as I hate to say it, I totally agree with Roquan. Like this is why I kind of want Jalen Johnson and Darnell Mooney to get out of here. It's why Justin Fields needs to get out of here. Go out and find successful football because the Chicago bears are not interested in playing successful football. And I mean, look no further than how a team talks to you about what their plans are. Like I, I bring up the Texans are a good example uh, they're the most recent one where you know they're trotting out Davis Mills out there and they're drafting a corner and a guard in the first round and they've got Davis Mills as their quarterback. They're not trying to win. And right now when you're tanking last year and then you're trading out of the number one pick and you're just kind of trying to stockpile, it's not that it's a bad strategy, but the Bears are trying to tell you right now they're not serious about winning. And so if you're a Roquan Smith or a Jalen Johnson or Darnell Mooney, I'm not saying they're bad players. We obviously want to keep those guys. But I, I, would, I don't blame you. Get the hell out of Chicago if you can. I know that's a piss poor take. I know that Bears fans are not going to like that, but that's, that's how I
3: see it. This is, this is how I see it because a lot of what you mean, I mean, make, makes sense, uh, especially when you listen to some of these fans. Talk. Uh, what was he, the? What was the? Go, go ahead, Chris. He, is he is he lagging? No, he he lagging? Had
1: delay. no, no. Chris, you, you, you finish your point, KB. You go for it, mate. Okay,
3: uh, It's but one of my things that I've always looked at is how how often do the fans of our team say we need to get rid of people? You heard it now. As soon as we traded for Montez Sweat, everybody was ready to shoehorn. Like, oh, yeah, Jalen Johnson has to go now because we have to get that second pick back. Uh, look at how quick it is that we've seen there. We've had Justin Fields for three years. His first year is definitely a fucking throwaway year because he was playing with Nagy. Then it's all of a sudden we need to get Justin Fields out the door. Oh, we should we should trade Darnell Mooney, we need to trade uh Chase Claypool. It's, it's folks saying we need to trade Yannick Ngakwa, even though he's here for a fucking year. Like, <laughs> this my point is that we, even as fans, are so quick to try to turn this roster over, and it's a reason why we don't have talent. All the talent that we are we always have, people are ready to get out the door, and even when we have the talent, they do push it out the door. Roquan Smith's whole conversation, yeah, they 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 asked him about his time with the Bears. He sat there and pretty much said, I love my time there. He loved being in the city. He loved being on his team around his teammates. But when the shoe was down, you had to look at it. this man's been on this team for, what, five, year, four or five years now? And you've been to the playoffs and had a serious chance of contending once. And yeah. then you look at the fact that, you know what? We're not going to go anywhere in these next couple years. Yeah, the man at a certain point you have to look out for yourself and what's your best interest. Sometimes money isn't the best interest. Sometimes going somewhere else where you actually have a chance to do shit, especially when it's something you enjoy. Yeah, you go take that that chance. So no, I'm not I'm not mad at Roquan for what he said at all because, like I said, it was taken out of context. All he said he didn't he didn't say the bear staying on the bears was gonna waste the time. He didn't. but what he said, it insinuated it. Hey, I enjoyed my time in the city, but where I'm at right now, I'm just happy at the fact that I I can contend in my and my career isn't going down the dumps. Yeah, that what he said is the truth. Whether Bears fans want to hear mm-hmm. it or not, if y'all don't want to hear it, stop supporting the fucking team. Because the the sad part is what he said is the honest to God truth. We have rumors, and what we we all have to come to the humbling reality is the fact that Ibraflus might still be here next fucking year. That's a humbling reality we have to live with. Ibra Floos might be the head coach next year because how many times have we ever sat there and said what the Bears should do because it makes more sense to us, but the the reality of the fact is, oh, it makes more sense to them to, them to do what the fuck they're doing and keep mediocrity in the building. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, it seems like the defense is starting to come back together, uh, but you did say something about money not – particularly being a factor, but for Roquan, it seemed like it was. That was a large factor. I mean, he went to Baltimore, and I believe mm-hmm. they paid made him the highest-paid linebacker in the entire league, correct or wrong? No, they did.
2: So, no, they did.
0: so money I, is I a know. large factor for him. On top of that, the guy didn't have an agent. You have to have someone truth. in between saying – so, so you're not hearing all of the factors of why they don't want to make you the highest paid linebacker in the league. What are the factors between that? And your, your, your agent is supposed to be between you. Now, the Ravens now have two players with no agent. So they know, as an organization, how to re-sign those players and how to make it work. And a lot of players, a lot of teams don't. I, I, I would say – Majority of the teams don't. I mean, KB, your cousin, what did he do when his contract was up? He didn't say a word to us. Your family, he didn't say a word to you. All of a sudden, he gets his contract. This it's not like this organization is not uh willing to pay players when they play above and beyond what their contract is. We saw it with Billings. I would love to have seen it with Justin Fields, but we haven't seen it on the field yet. It's it's but in Roquan's defense, you can see this team going into another rebuild over again. We need a new coach. We I need we did. a new quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So, so he was like, well, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be paid for it. You know, so I can't blame him for getting it. Go get your bag, bro. Good for you. But I didn't like his comments when he left, saying, but, but like I said, I didn't read the entire what? article or hear the entire interview. All I heard was the, my career's not going down the drain, and I'm competing for championships like and to be to be
2: fair, I mean, just real quick on that like. I stand by everything I said. I'm happy. I'm happy to see him get out of Chicago. I do think that a lot of players, unfortunately, waste their careers here. It's what I've said about Justin Fields a lot, too. Like a guy that's that talented, one of the best, most talented quarterbacks in the league, is watching his career waste away and putting attrition on his body when it's not necessary. Go to a competent franchise and see if you can make something out of yourself. But all that said, let's be very clear because I'm talking about Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, Justin Fields. Roquan Smith. And is a good move on him. It's a good move on Polls to get rid of him. wasn't playing particularly well. And I know you could say, well, it's because they were in a teardown. He is not a four three linebacker. Sure, you can try to shoot exactly. him in, but right. there's a reason he's rose back to prominence. And the benefit is he's playing in a three four. Yes, he's got good talent around him, and he's got good play calling. But he's fundamentally playing at a different scheme that says we're gonna put brick shit houses in yeah. front of you. And they're not going to touch you, Roquan. And you can just roll on the sideline to sideline. That is not what this defense allows. And it's what we're talking about with Tremaine Edmonds, too. Like, what is the issue? It's And I know uh, Tremaine came from a 4-3. But, again, what does Buffalo have? Dogs. Even if they're not the most yeah. effective pass rushers, they also have plenty of lines, of defensive line to just make sure you don't get to the linebacker. So, I mean, it's we can talk Roquan, but, I mean, I think some of it's good for him. Some of it's also, it wasn't, he, he wouldn't have been a fit for the Bears. Honest to God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we all kind of saw that too. He didn't fit this new scheme that they were going to. They tried to pigeonhole him into the wheel linebacker last year, and it, he, he wasn't playing great. And as you said, Jordan, he didn't really fit this scheme. I, I'm not myself. I'm more of a 3 4 guy. I always have been. I just, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. We, we need to move on, though. There's a lot of other topics to cover, and we just spent <laughs> probably 20 minutes. About a guy who doesn't play here anymore, uh, but uh, as far as guys who do play here and who we are looking to possibly get extended, do you guys think they get something worked out with Jalen Johnson? Uh, I know guys are in the chat talking about Eddie Jackson. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they'll keep Mooney. I think they see Tyler Scott as giving them what they get out of Mooney. Um, Chris, I, I, I feel like we haven't talked to you all day, man. Uh, tell me about Jalen Johnson. Do you think they are able to work something out? And then, if there's players <laughs> I talked about, um, go ahead and uh, and touch on those yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm desperately hoping that they are going to keep Jalen Johnson. and Mooney because uh, I think really we need to keep we need to start keeping these these good players. To start, you know, you know, so we can sort of build around. And that shirt, show, that shows, that's illustrated by how they brought in Sweat and that, you know, and how he sort of made the rest of the defensive line play really well on Thursday night. So I really hope that we start, you know, try to keep these top-notch players. Because if we don't, we're always going to be in this mediocrity. Circle of rebuilding. You know, we need to we need to get that core core star players so we can build around them and keep adding uh, with a draft so we can improve the, the team itself. Um, so I'm desperate for him to keep him. i de- I think Mooney should stay. Uh, um, I know Tyler Scott had a few. He had a few good catches the other day, but I I still really like to keep Mooney. Um, but yeah, I'm just I just don't like it when, when he says uh, I'm not really replacing him or or hoping that a draft pick might work out where we all know that a lot of draft picks don't work out. So uh, yeah, I just I'm just sort of you know all them players we lost them last year like Roquan and, and, and Robert Quinn and and uh, Cleo Mack. I understand why they did it due to the money, but we need to start keeping all of these these top notch players so the overall squad can improve.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I like Jalen a lot. I just don't know what he's looking for. Like, when he comes out in a, in a press conference and says he's the mm. best corner in the league, like, I, I love you, Jalen, bro, but you ain't the best corner in the league. I don't even wow. think you're the best corner in your division. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know how you, I mean, corners are always going to be like that. They They value themselves as being the GOAT. Like, I mean, we've seen it time and time again with Jalen Ramsey and Trayvon Diggs and guys that are getting paid, they value themselves more, I think, than possibly the franchises do. Uh, I do think Poles wants to work something out. He even said in his press conference that he thought they were Mm -hmm. close. He thought that they, when he asked for a trade, he thought they were close, you know? But uh, I just don't know what his number's at and what Mm -hmm. Poles' number's at and if they can find something in the middle, man. I just... They're not gonna pay him twenty five million a year. They I mean, yes, they did that for Sweat, but that's a pass rusher. It's a different position. And they've invested highly through the draft in the corner with Tyreek Stevenson, Kyler Gordon, Terrell Smith. There might be some guys coming mm. out this year that they that they look at that they might think they can get as well. I just I don't know if it's in the cards for Jalen as much as I want him to be here. Um and he's kind of he's kind of going off on his own. He gets a lot of radio hits every week at the score where he's kind of talking out about it and lets people know how he feels. I just, I don't know. What do you think, Jordan? Do you think they'll bring back Jalen or?
2: Uh, that one I do think, I mean, I, I mean, we'll see if heber flu stays, but I would, man, you'd be shocking to me if you have, if you have two dense coaches, two dense GMs, assistant GM that don't see the value of a, because I'm not telling you he's elite. I've always said, and and I'm, he would never take the contract I'd offer him because I'd be hard-pressed to go above 15. Uh, but I've always said, if you know, if I'm not going to squabble over a million here, you know, a couple, couple million maybe. But, you know, the, the thing with him is he's not a top flight corner, but he's, you know, right there at the top of tier two. And what I mean, and to Swift's point, I don't see him going anywhere either, especially if that's why you lock up Sweat. You have the franchise tag now for Jalen Johnson. Uh, to me, he's a good hes a good corner. He does a good job. He doesn't get thrown at a lot. I've said before he plays on defense where they also don't have to give him chances for interceptions because they throw at every other corner that's opposite of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, to be fair, the reality is it doesn't really matter. When when you're a top-flight corner, you find your way to get your hand on the ball. That's Revis. That's Asante Samuel. That's Jalen Ramsey. That's Xavier Howard. That's Jair Alexander. You find ways to make it happen, and Jalen doesn't do that enough, right. which is why you don't get compensated at that level.
0: I think the transition tag may be more in play for them than the franchise tag. That way, someone, and we have, if I'm not mistaken, we have the most cap space in all of the league. So someone else can draw up a contract and we have the money to match any other. Yeah,
2: you can. Although I would warn just because, I mean, history is a funny way and how it repeats itself. Um, That's something that the Bears did with Kyle Fuller and Mm -hmm. the Bears. I, I, anybody can go back and look at it. The Packers actually set up uh, a contract right. that was kind of like a bomb. Yeah, the Green, um, green Bay Boys are that at, one. Yeah, <laughs> like they literally set up a trap for you, and you go, "Okay, well, shit, we don't want to lose Kyle Fuller," so you sign that bad contract, and you end up just carrying a lot of what you really wouldn't have wanted to pay in the beginning. Um, and you know, it's not that it has to be that way. You can plan for alternatives to where, well, if somebody gives them a contract that we don't agree with, we have to move this way to fill the hole, but. Uh, we've watched that literally in history of the transition tag blowing up in the Bears' faces.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just feel like where our cap space is at, I don't know. Like when we when we did that for Green with Green Bay, they were able to hit us when our cap space was at a bad place. But I mean, right now there's there's and I I don't know off the top of my head what all the cap space everyone has is, but pretty sure the Bears are right up right up there. Um, and, um, and, and I see Swift in, in the league. With I goodness. see
2: Swift saying like, "Yeah, we let the the Packers write that contract." Indeed, Swift. But that's what I'm talking about. What they see is, if you assign a transition tag, you are kind of let. It's kind of like giving granting a trade request. Go out there, find a team that's willing to give you what you want to pay. Part of the transition tag is if you find a team and a contract that you agree with, we have first right of refusal. Yeah. And to that point, that's the, that's the scary part. Swift or anybody else is you're putting yourself at risk of another team. Don't get me wrong, Packers absolutely wanted Kyle Fuller, but I do think that there was a little bit of gamesmanship in there, which is one of one of these things is going to happen. We're going to play chicken with the Bears, and either they're going to not sign Kyle Fuller and we're going to get a good corner but maybe pay a little too much, but we think he's going to be good on our team, or mm-hmm. the Bears are going to end up taking this contract and it's going to sucker them into not being able to spend in other places and it's going to be yeah. an anchor on their otherwise team that needs a lot more talent.
0: Yeah. I mean, speaking of needing a lot more talent, the chat is starting to turn us that way in the NFL draft. The bears currently have the number one overall pick and the fifth overall pick. Uh, A lot of people expect them to go quarterback. Number one, I'm starting to fall in love with Marvin Harrison jr. I'm going to speak it into existence. I feel like putting him opposite uh, DJ Moore would be fantastic for our franchise moving forward. Um, Hey, give me just a second. Our guy, uh, the the man, the myth, the legend, actually won me some money yesterday. I'll bring him in, and then we'll talk a little draft. My man Johnny Santucci, the Tooch. Good morning, brother. Tooch. How you doing? Look at my man cave now. Yeah, hanging out. In the locker room. It looks like <laughs> <laughs> that. That looks like it rivals the the great Al Don Gondia.
4: It's actually just a green screen backdrop. Just <laughs> <damn> <laughs> It's a mirage, <laughs> well, you know I mean uh, uh, my work gave me this brand new MacBook, so I'm like, uh the other one I had I was using just the the video processor couldn't handle the green screen virtual backdrop, you know, so mm-hmm. figured I'd give it a test drive today, but I gotta like I don't have uh what do you call it uh producer credentials till like, I call Aldo and log back in as a oh. as a producer or whatever, but uh. Well, yeah testing out there. got a little bit of a cold so bear with me but
0: yeah that was my five unit lock yesterday aaron yeah yeah so Tooch texted me yesterday i was at work and uh first yep. he asked me about kentucky and i was like i don't Ugh. think it's gonna be pretty today i know and i was i was correct uh but i'll, I'll just pull up my DraftKings, and because I, I sent this to to uh Tooch this morning um so his uh, actually i got a screenshot here so yeah your
4: parlay was fire i don't i don't, I don't think I don't know. I, I think I hit my limit on my bankroll investment, you know, so I didn't play it, but I should have because it's like plus 1132 and four legs and all four hit.
0: So yeah. You're like, yeah. You,
4: you won over a hundred bucks on that. So,
0: yeah, I was pretty happy cool. uh, when I woke up this morning and looked at that. So, Tuch's lock of the day yesterday was UTSA minus 13 and a half. Uh, and UTSA wins 34 to 14 against Rice, who was, I think you said, starting a freshman at quarterback. Yep and uh so that was that hit i paid 10 and got 18 i don't ever bet huge you know yeah, I mean, yeah. i'm one You're of just those. a rookie
4: right now I was, yeah, I mean, that, that was a 50 dollar play for me but
0: uh, <laughs> you, you i, I should have gone it. 100
4: on it but i mean i was just like i'm limited in my bankroll i don't like to put out like my entire bankroll mm-hmm. on stuff i just like to pick my spots but uh jordan will tell you that uh, uh the quarterback of rice has been playing in uh the NCAA probably for ten years now, Jordan, <laughs> but injured, you know. And uh, I don't know if you, if you guys, I'm sure, uh, Aaron, you've seen JT Daniels before. He looks yeah. like the burnout from high school. It's got a little beer belly, you know, maybe having a smoke and some beers out back of the high school. If you if you've ever seen, he's, you've like, ever
0: seen uh, he's like, he's uh, like Matthew McConaughey in Days of the You know what and I love? He's got about long football. hair. You know? Coaches, I keep getting nothing. older and they stay the same
1: age, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, That's I mean, the, the problem with that is that hits home a little bit. JT Daniels, <laughs>
1: actually, I saw a guy. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> JT Daniels actually went to school in Santa Ana, California, which is right next to me, uh, at modern day at Powerhouse where Bryce Young went to school. It's where the St. Browns went to school, yep. uh, one, one of them at least. So I, I was very familiar with his game coming up, but to Tuch's point, good um, player. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good player. It's just yeah. not worked at any any particular uh, yeah, George, program. Yeah, he played for
4: Georgia, for USC,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, and, and
4: schools he's went to, you know. Wait a minute.
2: It's that guy?
3: He's still yeah. in the league?
4: Yeah. That, that guy. guy. <laughs> but, but he's injured last night, so they were starting a true freshman. And, I mean, uh, it's
2: it's it's he's no different than Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's just milking out every chance yeah. he can get in college. Yeah, so. yeah, there's
4: other guys that have been playing forever, too. Uh,
2: yeah. But
4: UTSA has yeah. a really good quarterback yeah, that, named that Frank Harris. A lot of them out. You
2: know uh, Frank
4: Harris on UTSA, good player, can run, throw. Uh, they have a decent team. They've been past few games, they've been blowing teams out. So I was like, uh, uh, you know, Bryce coming in, no quarterback, slow defense. Uh, give me thirteen and a half. But the halftime score was ten seven. So I was like, what the hell? Did I cap this wrong? <laughs> and then boom, blew up in the second half. We got our, we got our play. But uh, yeah, but yeah. listening to the show in the background, uh, you guys are talking some stuff. I know Jalen Johnson is one. Uh, I. I for me, you have to sign, resign Jalen Johnson because we don't have anybody better. You know, quarterback's a, 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 mm-hmm. a, a position that you need to, uh, one of the premier positions, you know, the top, you know, edge yeah. rusher. Uh, but the Bears, um, midseason, you know, I, I think last week I gave you my midseason report with all the dates and all the things the Bears have gone through. Uh, but, you know, we, we beat the worst team in the NFL by three points. Yeah, so, I mean, but, while yeah. I love the win. You know, I, I had the Bears minus uh, uh, three to that one. That was a push. I like the Bears to win in that game. They won, but uh, you know, <laughs> we still have we still have a terrible coaching staff with a, a an offensive coordinator that I don't doesn't to me doesn't put players in the position to win. Doesn't uh, he? Doesn't adapt to uh, the game script uh, or game flow very well. You know, he doesn't set up his plays you know, by showing one formation and going off it down the, down the next. And, you know, uh, I forgot the second half where we we lost to the, to the saints. Uh, We had a ton of success in the first half, the second Mm -hmm. half, we got away from all of that stuff. So uh, as far as uh, uh, next season for the bears and draft and all this stuff, most important thing we have to do, or at least Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren have to do is evaluate the coaching staff and evaluate Justin Fields that's that's it you know uh well the best outcome between the bears and the panthers would have been a tie you know <laughs> where our, our draft slots you know were uh we didn't didn't fall too much but yeah. uh, uh you know we have as many wins as we did last year uh and we're we still have uh, uh what eight games left
0: mm-hmm. or 10 wait, uh,
4: seven games seven. left seven. Yep. seven games left so we've already improved on last year that's a fact you know, you cannot deny that we haven't gotten better. That's
0: what worries, me. yeah. That, you know about I'm reading from them my notes, keeping this coaching staff is. Yeah. They'll say, "Well, we've <laughs> we matched." <laughs> yeah, to me, this is the worst coaching
4: staff in the yeah. NFL now so that Josh McDaniels' the it it on draft has, been, order. has been let go. But yeah, this is this is the worst coaching staff in the NFL now. Now that Absolutely. McDaniels is gone, but uh, Dennis Allen is probably right there with the Eberflus. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's not uh, doing too good with the talent I mean, I'm players not, either. I the mean,
4: decision to not kick a field goal no. at fourth and one on the 17-yard line against the Bears gave the Bears a chance to win yeah, the game. That yeah. was stupid.
2: Tooch, to be fair, I, I, you I that eh you heard from me is uh, – Yeah. I'm not actually disagreeing with you. Dennis right. Allen, as a game manager and a head coach managing yep. the situations in a game, you're absolutely correct. What I was saying is I just didn't – the air eh, was about putting him with the same class as Eberflus because at least on a defensive play-playing schematic – Dennis Allen's defense plays like a cohesive defense. Yeah. And,
0: and like Aaron Kearns has been saying
2: all year
4: long, Matt Eberflus plays an outdated defense in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. quoted that. I tweeted out Aaron about that. I don't know how many times I've quoted it and tweeted it out. It's an outdated defense,
2: and it is. But I mean, that's even the thing. Is AC earlier said, "Well, I've always grown up and preferred three-four defenses." And yeah, I, me too. I mean, and I'll give you an example. Like, I don't mind the three four, and it creates more versatility. But I've actually always been a proponent of the four three. I like an even front, and it sounds like it can be an outdated thing. But that's the thing: is the coach that's calling it is what's making it outdated. Yeah. You can look at what the Saints do. You can. Look or the at Vikings. The or the. Vi- I mean, you can look at other even front teams. Uh, Mike nineers run a
0: four three as well, so.
2: It can work. You yeah. can operate it at a functional modern level. Sure, but. Unfortunately, and it's not I'm even about talking the about
4: the Tampa, too, which is the basic yeah. philosophy of Eberfuss. Yep, it's,
2: it's matriculate down the field. Uh, you know, don't let up any explosive plays. We're going to run to the ball. It's all that bullshit that we, we hear about. Yeah, Swift says that we run nickel a lot. So, I'm
4: like, That's uh, as I was saying, up, I pulled up nickel. tankathons, so does every team in the NFL, mm. runs nickel most of the time
0: draft no order, it's a passing three, league New England Patriots are four and Chicago is doing at five on their own pick right now but switch to uh with Kyler Murray coming back hopefully the Cardinals can win some games um i've got the patriots up right now last i looked the score in that game yep, is 7, seven to three, 3 between the colts and the and the patriots you know, so a real barn burner out there in germany going on right now
4: if you live <laughs> bet that game on draftkings you get a free bonus bet and I was like, all right, eight thirty three came in. I got like, oh, Patriots are driving, man. I don't like this. It's three nothing. I had the chance to get Colts money line. I was like, should I drop? that bet Colts money line? You know. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll wait till halftime. And now it's like seven three. I, you could get Colts money line plus one, even money. So didn't yeah. uh, I didn't pull the trigger though. But I my I, Colts minus two is on my card. I don't know why I brain farted there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they uh so so some of the teams between us and the New York Giants look awful. I mean, they didn't have a quarterback before with Daniel Jones and now they've got uh Tommy DeVito who's uh uh he still lives with his parents. I found that oh, yeah. out this week. So yeah, yeah. uh I, I just don't know and they'll be fighting for one of those quarterbacks too, you know.
4: He's going to be living with uh, uh DeMarcus Lawrence and uh, uh Mike uh, <laughs> in the backfield today. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot. He'll Michael be asking Parsons. for mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll be asking for mommy by halftime.
0: Yeah, that the uh, is, is that spread is the was minus. Micah
4: Parsons and Demarcus or Lawrence, cuttable? his new roommates. Is
0: it cuttable, KB? I I don't think so. I think they guaranteed him a lot when they when they re-signed him. So if they cut him, I think they're out a lot of money. So, but I don't want to. Yeah, Daniel Jones.
2: Oh no that he's he's not I'm not telling you he's like the he's got but he's got a very similar it's not the same length it's not the same total, but it's the Kyler Murray effect, which is and the russell Wilson to some expect- expectation, which is if we let him go, it's going to sink our ability to build the roster in other ways, so okay. even if he's not the guy, you don't have another option to go get another veteran that's not the answer. you'd have to draft a rookie. And then just let Daniel Jones be your backup. But the problem with guy, and this is, I mean, this is the Russell Wilson thing. If they want to draft a rookie, it's with, you know, all these other quarterbacks in these bad situations, is that inherently that just creates such an awkward answer, which is, oh, hey, look, here's our first round quarterback, and that's the guy. And oh, but is this last year's model, the guy that you paid $50 million a year to? Isn't he? It's just, it's such a mess. And Joe Shane, that is his. That is his magnum opus in the opposite way of his his total his biggest Ooh. failure as a GM right now. Yeah, like He's from, giants, uh, he from the city, draft boy.
4: Rank, draft <laughs> was, right? We're behind the Giants now, I think. Or yeah, draft, yeah. Or yeah, Dropped to fifth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. dropped to fifth right now, and the Giants don't look like they can. I don't see them winning very many more games. Uh, I mean, even
4: ask Jordan Silvera. Uh, number five. What's that get you? <clears throat> I mean, you're out of, You're out. You're out of the. You're out of the running for uh, uh, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., or Ola yeah, Fisano, right?
0: you still right? have number one, though.
4: Yeah, so I went mean, I we still have one. Fine, well,
2: but they're we'll, gonna we'll, use we'll... a number one on a quarterback. Mm.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, five probably.
2: still gets you good play. I mean, this is the thing that you got to realize is that when you at least have, and I still believe that there are three quarterbacks, honestly, a little more, but at least three quarterbacks that really are we love JJ, and I love him too. I mean, well, look, man, I'm not gonna get off that fucking trade because here's the I thing know. is like. Anybody he's can sit good. here and you he's can good, tell me yeah. about and I and this is not a shot at Caleb Williams and Drake May. I like those guys. Too. I'd rather have
4: I, I, I'd, rather I'd rather have like, JJ than than Caleb Williams
2: because anything like you tell me about Caleb, I've got like here's the thing: talk to me about Caleb, and inevitably things come up like well, he doesn't play in structure well, he has a fumbling issue, um, he's not exactly the biggest guy. Maybe it's his persona. Okay, Drake May. Well, he does have some boneheaded interceptions. He's not the fastest. He doesn't play in a pro-style offense. Uh, you know, how how actually ready is he for prime time? Uh, you know, is he Herbert or is he Allen or is he just another Brock Osweiler? There's questions, but I like – and that's what I'm saying. I'm giving you the negative on all of them. When we talk about, gotta say I'll pass on Jay, That's fine. I mean, you and I'm, I'm picking on you a little bit, Matt. But like you like the king of mid and round. If he's like, there in the you know,
4: second round, you got to pull the trigger
2: for your team. Well, and I'm just, oh, when you talk I don't about know if he's JJ getting through
0: the first round, though, tell, tell, no, me, I, know. I
2: know. What is the issue with JJ? Like when you, you're, oh man, he's got a fumbling issue, or oh man, he throws a lot of picks, or what? What's JJ's issue? I'll wait. I mean, I scouted the guy harder than anybody, and my biggest issue is his frame. I don't think he's the, the biggest oh. guy.
3: I I I can give you some things because you know I'm ready for it. My 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 thing is this: me watching JJ McCarthy. I I know the kid runs the four four. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at size. He has a slight frame. He he does have a decent arm. I I will give him that. He but when you I take what I've seen Justin Fields do, and I take what I've seen JJ McCarthy doing. I'm just taking college football. Yes, that Ohio State offense was wide open. You had dudes running open all the time, but there was this sense that when you went up against the Ohio State led—I mean, the Justin Field led Ohio State Buckeyes—this team was fucking unbeatable. Like I'm, I was like, as a Michigan fan, I'm fucking tired of seeing this kid because it's like, bro, why, why the hell can't you beat him? What, what is going on? He has the arm strength, throwing the ball fifty fucking yards down the field and looks effortless. Yeah, we haven't necessarily seen this shit now uh but yeah yeah we have let me retrace that yeah we have he he does throw the ball over there. I feel effortless. <laughs> but i'm just like bro when i the jj mccarthy led michigan wolverines mm-hmm. as a fan i've never once said that i'm worried about jj J. mccarthy like honestly beating anybody you know what i'm saying wow. yesterday kind of yesterday kind of was like one of the things yes you pivot J.J. McCarthy didn't. You didn't need him yesterday to beat the Penn State, Ninety Lions. You didn't, and they showed it at the halftime. I like J.J. He is a good player. When he came out, everybody was still trying to say say the same thing. Michigan still needed a quarterback. They weren't really giving J.J. that love. Mm-hmm. I know this. I my Michigan friends were saying the same shit. We don't have a quarterback, even when he was there. Yes, he's gotten better as the years have gone by. He, he looks more ready to be a pro-style quarterback, which is a good thing. But if you're telling me right now, hey, you're going to give this kid a first-round pick, you'll give him this money, he's going to come in, I, J.J. McCarthy wouldn't see the field at all next year for me. Wow. He would not. He would sit on the bench and he would learn. Even if you decided to keep just the fields, I would have J.J. McCarthy sit and learn. Because hey, I, sure. I just I just don't feel like he would come in and lead a team like that yet. I don't think he's ready for that.
2: That's crazy. I mean, I respect your opinion. I'm just, as you can see, this is genuine emotion. I'm oh, just, I, I, know I
3: know it is.
4: Like, JT, it, JT no JT could play, JJ, though. start somewhere, man. Like I said, I read you off that list of, of uh, quarterbacks that started last week, including I, Tommy DeVito, would be who Tyson, Agent Aiden O'Connell. It would be who There's was. a
2: spot. you got to <laughs> well, land in the right spot, though. I'm just like, I. my biggest gripe with him, and I'm. it's not like it only is one, but it's the frame. It's the fact that he doesn't get equal opportunities, uh, which is challenging. But like, I'll give you a great example, and this has been all year, and it's it's fine. It's where he went to school, but Drake May and the U, and I mean even Caleb Williams, but really we're talking about North Carolina here. It doesn't matter how they get down to the red zone; they're like, ah, we're not interested. In give it the ball to Hampton or anybody. This is going to be a Drake May touchdown. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what happens, whether he's going to pass or throw it in. We're getting our guy the touchdown. Every single time they get down to the red zone at Michigan, no fuck, JJ. This is a Blake Corum touchdown. Oh, it's not even touchdown. Absolutely, absolutely. You are taking opportunities for shine away from your quarterback. And it happened happened yesterday. And that's exactly (laughs) what they did. That's why I'm pissed off about it. But I mean, this is the thing: is you say he doesn't throw, and he's got a good enough arm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what throw you he doesn't make that you want him to make. 'Cause I've I mean I've got fellas, I've got like seventy-five plays on my on my hard drive right here that like you want the fifty-five yard air air yard throw from the far hash? I got it. You yeah, want the you want the deep out from the far hash? I got it. You want to be a smart the, kid too, man. Like oh no, he is. What he, what
3: So what my, he, my question is this if you put his arm strength next to J to Justin Fields arm strength, who has better arm? Just purely off of strength.
2: I honestly I'm not trying to even cap here. I think they're Almost the same, equal, because like I know we this is maybe different, and I love this is a good conversation. I don't necessarily think Justin Fields has an elite arm. It's not bad. It's not even good. It's great, but if you were like, "Hey, man, who's got the best arms in the league?" Justin Fields. I mean, it's not. It's not top three. Oh no, no, no! I'm not getting them top three. It's, maybe it's probably, five
3: to seven. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I probably put them maybe in the somewhere in the top ten. Not, not yeah, top ten's fine. Maybe, and he, that's what he, I'm he, saying.
2: hundred percent. Hundred KB. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is I, with a guy like JJ McCarthy, I definitely don't think his arm lacks in any way. I mean, because like, let me give you an example. If you were to ask me, like, "Hey, man, build an offense for JJ McCarthy," the first staple thing I'm doing because I see it all over his tape and he loves doing it, it's like how they yep. get him warm. Yep. Is they ask him to throw out routes, mm. and oftentimes he's striping them consistently from the far hash. So it's not your traditional. Oh, I'm just driving a 15. No, he's going from the opposite angle of the field, and driving it in there with velocity. The guy that's doing that is kind of his warm up. Let's get him ready to go in the game. That guy's got a hose. That guy's got a plenty of arm to deliver anything you want. Where I guess you would say he's more restricted is, and again, I don't. Some of this is don't tell me what he can't do. We haven't seen it yet. Show me what he can. Mm-hmm. He doesn't drop his arm angle and throw it in a hundred different ways like Caleb Williams or Drake May. But I also just think some of that, too, is who he's around. Uh, yes, he's got Donovan Edwards. Yes, he's got Blake That You say about the Penn State game yesterday, and that game drove me crazy because I understand why you would do it as a coach. But the reality is – yeah. and Fochie's so saying, I'm going to die on this hill. Absolutely, I'm going to die on this hill um, because there's a situation where you have an offensive line coach. And what do offensive line coaches like to do? They like to run the fucking ball. And oh, so – and then the other thing, too, is, I mean, we can talk about – I'm not saying Drake May or Caleb Williams have the greatest offensive lines, but they also have – Brendan Rice and Tez Walker and everybody else. JJ McCarthy's been thrown to a graduate assistant and Cornelius Johnson, or a graduate student, and then he's thrown to Roma Wilson. Roma Wilson's the only guy he's gotten. If you want to sit here and try to tell me that Colston Loveland is a star tight end, not nah, miss me with that. So no, he's not. It, it, who is, who's who's <laughs> JJ not, playing around? Nobody. And this is what I'm saying. Like they had to Dude. run the ball. You know why they had to run the ball, KB, is because their it. offensive line couldn't get any pass protection for the kid. I was gonna say
3: this is this is this is a a, a perfect example. Okay, of what I said yesterday because I, I seen I, I believe you retweeted what I posted when I said just give me the entire Michigan staff. Okay, if if the Bears asked everybody tomorrow and they said we we're picking somebody, give me give me Harbaugh and let me get that entire Michigan staff.
0: I definitely we watch
3: to... <laughs> we watched a coach sit there and we're talking about the 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 backup coach Oh, uh, i can't remember what his name is right now uh the uh more i believe is his name the uh one Moore, yes Four more. come in and i watched as he made adjustments this man sat there and said you know what my offensive line ain't doing shit going backwards what can they do really fucking good go forward and i've watched i've watched the, the bears backpedal and backpedal and backpedal. And now once did anybody ever say, know, we'd probably be good going forward. It starts by running the fucking ball.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're bringing, up a, lot of, you're bringing up a lot of stuff. Um, So they said, Jordan, you're going to die on this hill. Last year you had hills you were dying on, as did I, <laughs> Larry T's. Thing here. Hard to predict quarterbacks. Who thought C.J. Stroud would explode in the NFL? Will Levis also successful. I mean, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I had Levis, <laughs> second yeah. best quarterback in the in the draft and it's kind of showing. I liked C.J. Stroud a lot too. I, my biggest yeah. worry with him was where he went to college as yeah. opposed to what I saw on, on the field. Um I was Bryce worried Young about Bryce Young. Right. I was worried about him getting hurt, which he hasn't been hurt. Shout out to him. But yeah, so we, we die on this hill that, that the prospects that we like and it's and it's came out uh, since then. Um, Larry T says that uh, the the they'll eventually expose quarterbacks weaknesses here in the league and stuff like that. I just man, I we we can talk in circles about the draft here with quarterback. Um, I'm I, just, just give me Marvin point. Harrison Jr. and and open the offense. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I'm this crazy. Is, is I would point. take him number, number one. What's
3: going on? You, you could. You actually could. This, this is my point. I was trying to make early about the coaches staff and stuff like that. My thing is this: yesterday, just watching and just watching in general from my standpoint of being a fan, I would love to see Justin Fields operating the Michigan offense. I would absolutely love it. You put they they put that kid yesterday in pistol sets, it, things that you could sit there. I, I, I think the pistol is, is, is a formation that we should probably be in a lot of the time. That's me personally, because at one point you could run downhill. I'm if they don't re-sign down to Foreman, then I'm absolutely out on this for this franchise. Like Foreman yeah. has been a guy sitting on offense.
4: All right. He's our best running back.
3: I believe absolutely you need you need to re-sign Foreman. Put him put him in the pistol with Justin Fields. You have the option. Everybody says they want to see the kid run the ball more. Now, if you had Def- Dr. Foreman running downhill and you think he's going to get the ball, and then all of a sudden you see Justin Fields hit a corner and he's up the field for 60 fucking yards, and then it sets up the play action. So now you can start taking the deep shots that Justin Fields is good at. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a deep a deep fucking route running wide receiver and, and, and DJ Moore. And then you, got, you still have Mooney. You can you can have Komet run these seam routes, like bro. The Michigan office would help Fields, I, bro, I'm just sitting there looking at it like this would be fucking beautiful. Yeah, but it it, give, it gives you something to work towards. It gives you something. It gives you an actual play style. So, I, why do you guys think Foreman was inactive? just because
4: he didn't play special teams, or because the coaches can't evaluate their own players? Because no they idea. can't
3: evaluate. We know that. that. No, 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 Chris, you know. Not, don't say you don't. You don't. You have no idea. You know we don't have coaches that can evaluate talent. We've never exactly, had. absolutely not. Y-
4: you don't draft you a see quarterback see. either with these coaches. That I don't agree with you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if these coaches are gone next year, you could take a, a at the right. end of this year. You could you could draft a quarterback. Absolutely, but not with the Eberflus and Getsey. At, at all. It's worth. It's all, not man. worth it.
0: You. Yeah, and I had Caesar asked me year. if I was keeping Fields. Uh, what I would do. I would go with Marvin Harrison Jr and then if you're still picking in the top 5 maybe you trade back if you like a JJ McCarthy around I don't know 17 to 20 depending on who falls in the, in the draft and pick up a second round pick and possibly more for next year who knows um yeah I would keep I would keep Justin and if even if you don't go JJ in the first round if you wait till the third or fourth round look what the at the time Washington Redskins did where they drafted RG three in the top. uh, I think he was drafted second overall. Then they grabbed Kirk Cousins in the fourth round and Kirk Cousins worked out for them. And Kirk Cousins is now making millions of dollars every two years doing it that way. Like you, you don't have to, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into this is my first round quarterback. This is the future of my franchise. You can build around. Look what the 49ers have done. They have a great running back, a great tight end, a great wide receiver, a great defense, all of which drafted, and then they grabbed Mr. Irrelevant to pluck into quarterback position. Like when you draft a quarterback in the first round, they're all going to have warts, and we don't have the team around them to have a successful quarterback. I love Justin Fields. My entire family has a Fields jersey. I have a signed football. I love Justin coming out of the draft. He was my second quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence. And I just I don't we don't have the team conducive yeah. to a rookie quarterback coming in with all of that pressure to to win especially with this coaching staff. I don't know if my, my first move is to hire to Harbaugh. Fields. Exactly. My yeah. first move is to hire Jim Harbaugh. If he's not available for whatever whatever reason, give me Bobby Slowick. You talk about a hill to die on, Jordan. Give yeah. me Bobby Slowick. I just watched CJ Stroud break oh, a rookie okay. record, okay, okay. for four hundred and seventy <laughs> yards and five touchdowns under Bobby Slowick's offense, and he comes from my favorite coaching tree, and he knows defense as well. His
4: dad Thank coached you. for the Bears.
0: Oh, look at there! Oh yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> you
4: remember. Know I mean? You guys don't remember. Right? He was on Wanstead's staff. Wanny. Yeah, I yeah, remember I
0: him
2: every I week. I was telling those, you right, about Bobby You were like, "His dad? Is that his dad?" I like, I, I don't know if his dad, but I know his name uh, is
4: Bobby Sloppy. He was on Wanstead's staff. He has this really thick Southern accent. I think he's from well, Mississippi that's or another, Alabama. That's another
0: positive. You're you're telling yeah. me all positives. Here. No, no, I, I'm just saying.
4: I remember him. Uh, Bears used to have a Bears used to have a safety named Marty Carter. Or number 22. He was a uh, middle Tennessee State. Could he was an excellent tackler, wasn't the fastest guy, but man, he wrapped up, he led the team in tackles. Uh Marty Carter. He was on Wanstead's team. And, and uh they'd have Bob Slowick, the dad, on a press uh, defensive coordinator press conference. He'd come out and he had to fix Southern Aps be Marty Carter, that that guy, he's the best safety in the NF of L. <laughs> yeah. I, i'll never forget nf of l you know it's like the <laughs> national football of league yeah exactly the best safety in the nf of l <laughs> uh, i'm that, that quote stuck with me forever
2: you know so uh
4: bob sloak has history here bobby sloak could be great too jordan good good suggestion well I'm yeah sure. that's
2: i gotta give credit to ac that's AC's ac guy. yeah great I, great I, suggestion yeah, you guys my only – and this is – I know people feel this way about Ben Johnson too, and Ben Johnson still remains my top in-league in guy. Uh Bobby Sloke, I just – it's hard when you've got one year. We're not even a for a year yeah. through. and got to yes, be careful. And, and this is where, like, I push back a bit with AC, and, and it's not – you're absolutely right, especially with this. When you add the variables like this coaching staff and this organization. Then 23, sure, 22, I'm,
4: 23. I thought it was 22. But, I guess 23.
2: But, you know, this this organization, this staff, absolutely I'm with you, AC. But I think where I'm not is saying you have to have a team built up for a quarterback. That's ideal. I look no further than a guy like Ron Rivera who went through it and when he got to Washington said, we tried the whole bringing a quarterback in when we didn't have the team ready with Cam, and now I want to go the other way because we saw some of the challenges with that. So I'm not saying that's not even the more desired way of doing it, but I Look, man, the Bengals were not the Bengals when they got Joe Burrow, and it was immediately a spark, and he was moving the that's right fine. way. And Andrew yeah. Luck, they literally put the entire team on Andrew Luck his rookie year, and he found a way to produce. And I know he's, genera- he's a generational prospect, but – That's why he uh, retired. Yeah. huh that's, that's why, that's why he retired. <laughs> that's why. But, you know, but and, and, yes, I get it. But I'm saying the whole point is you can go through and find these quarterbacks. Okay. I mean, look – I'm not telling you that Justin Herbert's won anything. He hasn't even won a playoff game. But he came in there, and I mean, it depends on what – Keenan Allen's a great player, but this is my whole point, is there are pieces, but I wouldn't have told you that any of these transformational guys had a great team around them. I mean, do you really think C.J. Stroud is playing with all-stars around him? No, he's throwing a no.
1: tank down.
2: So, But this is yeah. my whole point. is like, then, To your point, though, that's why if you have a, if you have a true quarterback, a guy – like a real top 10 guy, it doesn't really matter if the team's built around them or not. And I'm not, I'm not trying to besmirch you. We can absolutely go the way that everybody wants. Is
0: there one of those guys in this draft? Do you think that's JJ or do you think Uh, it's Caleb? I know Caleb's still getting a lot of love on the score.
2: I'm not even trying to, I swear to God, I'm not even trying to, to, you know, make it convenient for me. I'm not trying to ride the fence, but I honestly believe that there are three guys in this class like that. And that's JJ, that's Drake, and that's Caleb. Uh, because they all have exceptional tools and talent. Like, you know, we always talk about Justin Fields, like how hard it is to find a guy that runs like him. JJ runs like him. Well, man, it's hard to find a guy that's built like Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, but, you know, Justin Herbert doesn't take the chances that Josh Allen does, and Josh Allen's a little bit too crazy with throwing his body around. Well, Drake Mays is kind of the nice in-between there. And, man, we've never seen a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, and honest to God, the only guy that plays like Patrick Mahomes that I've ever seen is since Patrick Mahomes is Caleb Williams. I mean, he had a pass last night where he literally threw it over his, over his, over just literally one of these, and it just and did a hook
0: shot on like, him. I swear to God.
2: I mean, the Texans have a decent yeah. offensive line,
3: though. There's some players on that, line. yeah. So I mean, no, they amazing. got a, they got a, yep. they got a top five left tackle.
4: Yeah, Laramie Tunsil was on that team. Uh, Shaq Mason. Uh, there's some decent
2: players, man. And 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 I mean, hold on, I got to Odell Beckham here. Did he just say the Michigan quarterback runs like Fields? Hey yo, hold my jock strap on me. He runs a four four, you know. Check check yourself. <laughs> Justin Fields runs a four four, so I mean, slow your roll. Um, but with that, I mean, I'm a, I like a lot of quarterbacks in this class. I'm not a huge Bo Nix fan, but I mean, one that doesn't get talked about enough uh, is Cam Ward. I love me some Cam Ward. Love yeah. me some Cam Ward. And that's the Washington like State quarterback. I'm not telling you he's a guy that you take top fifteen, mm. but a guy that I like the tools of. J two K is talking about Jaden Daniels. I was gonna
3: say I, I like Jaden Daniels, man. I'm not not saying that's a top pick either. I'm saying tools-wise and he's played on a team that wasn't necessarily super good does a lot for that team.
0: I think Jaden Daniels is one of those guys that trusts himself to do things that he can't do. I mean, I saw him try to hurdle a guy. I saw him try to hurdle a guy week one against Florida State and literally get jackhammered into the ground. Like, Uh I just don't want my quarterback taking those kind of hits. I just – Jaden's fine, but I mean, like I said,
2: so cheesy. McCarthy runs a four-four.
3: Yeah, I'm saying we're not we're not talking about him being all world
0: to say it. Well, I mean, since we're talking draft, (laughs) and I feel like we've covered quarterback a lot, I want to move on before we run out of time here. Um, So Cornelius asked this a while back, and I started. Uh, Jordan, is there any potential three texts in the upcoming draft? We've had it. I hope we don't keep this head coach, but our head coach has said that his defense starts in the middle at three tech. And since then we have seen them say what you want. I love Darnell, right. But we have seen them pass on a, on a three tech in the draft. We have seen them not pay out the nose to get a three tech via free agency. Neither. Are there any guys that can come in and, and, Help on defensive line at 3 Tech, because I know last year, all, all year long, they were talking about the guy from Georgia. Um, uh, are, and, we, and are we still a sudden, fan of fell to us we... from Illinois?
2: Uh, we can talk about him, but yeah. I'm just... I, mean...
3: I, I, I was going to say, because I, I know you you talked about the, my man's out of Illinois before.
2: Yeah, I, I uh, don't to know I mean, if you still was a fan. No, I am. I am. I mean, to... to... To AC's point, the, the sad part, and it's always look, I'm I'm joking. I, I still stand by the fact that Jalen Carter Jalen Carter wouldn't be Jalen Carter who he is with the Eagles in Chicago. if he was right. here. Absolutely. But, and, and so I'm saying it jokingly, but it's always fun to go back on sliding hours mm-hmm. because man, they really passed up a, a three-tech that there's no three-tech like Jalen Carter in this draft, and there's mm-hmm. no three tech like Jalen Carter in a lot of drafts. Um mm-hmm. and there are tackles like Darnell Wright in this class, and there's no, you know, but it's okay, these things happen. Um as far as three tech. Uh, obviously, Johnny Newton, Jarzahn Newton is his proper name, goes by Johnny Newton uh, out of mm-hmm. Illinois. We can start there because that's who uh, KB wants to talk about. He is, uh, I mean, a game wrecker. He, it's not Aaron Donald, it's not. But you know what guy I see, and I'll admit some priors, I didn't totally love his game, and I think he's shown out and he's playing well as a rookie. Uh, reminds me a lot of Kalijah Cansey from Pitt. Um, he's mm-hmm. a smaller I don't want to say diminutive, but he's not a taller guy. No, he's he's sh-
3: about 6 two-ish.
2: Yeah, he's he's fine. Um, explosive, has a good good pass rush set. Has a very toolsy hands. Uses a rush plan. Uses his hands well. Disengages and destructs blocks incredibly well. Chases down plays. Uh, is disruptive. Uh, he is probably what your first three tech D tackle off the board is going to look like. And I think he probably goes around that fifteen spot in the first round. Um, so certainly if you want that, it's in your backyard, Johnny Newton makes a lot of sense, but the problem, and I'm still going to answer your question, uh, AC about three techs. It's just, I don't think the bears are in any position to take a three tech with the value of the position where they're drafting. Um, uh, but it doesn't mean I'll bring you, I like to always kind of hit multiple rounds. So Johnny Newton is obviously, um, the creme de la creme as far yeah. as uh, round two, a guy I like, cause he could go round one and there's a lot of time left. Um, uh, but Leonard Taylor, um, Leonard Taylor, oh, uh, from Miami, um, who's another yeah. disruptive uh, three tech force. Um, round three, a guy that I, again, I safely think these are going to be day two guys if you were looking to pick in that range, because uh, you don't have that second rounder, um, would be yeah. Clemson's defensive tackle, Rook uh, Aurora Row. Um, and I know I'm going to, it sounds like I'm making
0: Wolf sounds like a dog on the is that last. That's who J2K break. is talking about here.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. J2K. That's exactly what he's talking about. Is um, he
3: the one so, that plays at Clemson?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, You know, he's, he's a Ni- Nigerian. I believe he's Nigerian. Um, he's got good size, like 6'4, 290, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Often slept on. Cause obviously he's playing behind. He's playing with guys that have been talked about longer, like Tyler Davis. And then before that, Percy and Miles Murphy. But yeah, he's a, he's a guy I find interesting. And then the guy I don't think really fits. He'll probably go around one or at least that's a guy I really like, but he may go around two bears. Won't be in position. Um, and he's being cast as an edge, but I think he's kind of got that Carl Brooks where I think he would be better as an interior uh, three-tech would be uh, Brandon Dorless, the edge from Oregon. Um, yeah, if yeah. you were watching the SC game last night, Brandon Dorless was causing all types of problems, and that's a weekly affair for him. Uh, so a guy very similar. I think you gentlemen all knew how much I loved Carl Brooks from Bowling Green last year. That's yeah. who Brandon Dorless reminds me of. Okay. So I think that's I like, three, three, four, five. Yeah, names. Yeah, you gave us I'll some know. good
0: names there. There and some later in the draft. I know guys in the chat are talking about Demarcus Walker. That's something that we've all talked about, but apparently our <laughs> coaching staff doesn't see because he
4: who's number really six get the on talk. the Colts? Man,
0: <laughs> fucker got lit up. I have I have no idea.
1: Right under the <laughs> chin,
4: helmet right under his chin, <laughs> defenseless shot uh, oh, by Patriots number forty-six. Out of six, Josh Downs. Uh, oh, no Josh Jordan's no. guy. I don't know who six is, but he took Jordan's so, uh, he's he's number one. Tavai is the guy that knocked him 48 yeah. on the Patriots. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could tell you. Man. It's like,
0: yeah. what a dumb penalty. So yeah. the bare truth now brings up another. The biggest problem we have right now is is, is center. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I was going to say that, BT. Now. I know Georgia's got a great center, uh, or a pretty good center, and Cedric Van Praen, who would have been drafted had he came out last year. He decided to stay and try and shoot for – a three peat, I guess. Uh can't blame him there. Um that's the only center I know in this draft is is Van Pran. So
2: <laughs> he's not I, even my favorite.
0: Well, that, that see there, I'll just <laughs> tee it up for you there, Jordan. Yes, sir.
2: I mean we'll we'll start by just saying to Bear thing about how do we go about getting a center. The problem with the rookie center, and I'm with it. That's why I wanted Tipman. I was like, get a good rookie center to where even if you get moved on from fields, that guy is now seasoned and ready to take on protection for the next rookie quarterback. You mm-hmm. probably won't have that when you go. And that's why I wanted a center last year. But if you're trying to go down that route, I say that because I think that you'd probably be better to go grab a veteran who's set protections, who has history going up against NFL defensive linemen. But if you wanted a rookie center, um, Zach Frazier, the center out of West uh, West Virginia, is my favorite. Uh, wrestler background, exceptional uh, balance. Oh, yeah, love that! Oh, yeah, love that. Um, he puts he puts dudes on their ass consistently. If you watch the tape, um, he's my center one right now. Uh, Van Pren, Van Pren. Yeah, I guess I'd call him center two. He's a good he's a good player. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but uh, he's a player that I actually think has played worse this year than last year and should have came out last year. Hmm. He's the thing with uh, Frazier is, I guess you would say he's maybe a touch more limited mobility wise, uh, but plays with more strength. Where I think I think Van Pran's better on the move. Um, so, sure, I could see the Bears liking a guy like Van Pran, but I'm also come from, you guys know me, I like gap scheme. I like uh, blockers that are, are mean and nasty and Creed Humphrey like, and uh, you get a little bit of that. Uh, the other, and so I mean, I would say Frazier and Van Pran are probably round two, round three guys. Uh, you start talking round four, round five. I like uh, Jackson Powers Johnson. the. I was oh, from-
3: just about to ask you about him. Uh, yeah, baby. Yeah, Mr. So Powers. He's,
2: he's good. Uh, <laughs> and then the other one that I'm, I don't think enough people talk about, but I'm not backing off of it, uh, is if you watch Oklahoma Sooner Ball, um, Andrew Rain, the center from the 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 Sooners, is another guy I really like. Um, not necessarily the strongest, not the fastest, but he's a developmental guy that I think could become one of those later centers that people talk about, like, man, how did that guy last to the fifth or sixth round or the fourth round? And that's Andrew Raim from uh, Oklahoma to me.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's typically – someone brought up uh, the center from University of Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if you know anything I wouldn't about even him, Jordan. Or, no,
2: I don't or... think I've watched uh, – I haven't watched too much Pittsburgh, and I would certainly wouldn't know that prospect's name yeah
3: yeah i I was gonna say texas a&m has a uh i think is he a junior or senior i don't don't know dude's big as shit uh and he got to he has to be at least six four six five
2: Uh, i like my i like tall centers i like my guys but they gotta move too and that was why i love joe tipman hold on let me me
0: does that does that worry you if you have a tall center though uh justin if he is the quarterback has Bryce I mean, hit centers in the back of the head before with balls? Like, does yeah. that, <laughs> that worry you about having a tall? Center? I mean,
2: maybe it, I'll tell you, it certainly worries sure. me if you have Bryce Young or two of Taguay or another short
3: quarterback. Yeah.
2: But um, I, listen,
3: if you had this kid in front of you, I don't think you would really have to worry. Well, but this kid's thing built is built like a brick shit house. He's 6'5, 330. If he gets pushed back, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. And yes, the thing indeed, is indeed. With, 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 tall centers is I love, I've always said, I think that your blindside tackle is your most important position, but right after that, number two to me is the center. Yeah. Um, and to me, a pivot is so important, but that's why I like a, a tall, big stocky anchor center that can really hold it down because a lot of these shorter centers, you're relying on your guards to really kind of close the elevator doors for you and be there, be your security on your left and right, where you have these big hulking brick shit house centers um, and they hold it down. And like, and, and the reason this is so important, I guess, let me go a little deeper for people. Um, the reason that's important is because you're playing an odd front defense. You're playing against odd front defenses primarily, uh, in the NFL. So you're dealing with Vita Vea's and, uh, Dexter Lawrence's and the variety of those big nose tackles that are predicated upon pushing your shit in, um, at the middle of the pocket. And so having a guy that's got size and girth, um, you know, is important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, while we're talking offensive line, to talk about our current Bears, they have plugged Tevin Jenkins in at right guard, and they have him next to Darnell Wright, who are road grading in the running game.
3: I, and I, I got to tell I, you
0: guys, I, think I think absolutely I like love it.
3: Yeah, I, was gonna say, I think I like him next to him a lot better, bro. I,
0: yeah. Jordan, <laughs> I, know, I know you love Nate Davis, and Nate Davis played fine while he was in, but do you feel like those two guys with their age – they can grow that side of the ball uh, on on the right side, or and would they flip Nate Davis to left guard, which oh. he's never played. He's I mean, always been a right guard. Or the, what do you
2: the think, staff Steph? is this staff is is brain dead. So they're going to absolutely take Tevin and move him back to left guard. But yeah. <laughs> um, I've I don't I mean go check the priors back when Nate Davis was signed. I said I'm happy, but don't you dare move Tevin. Please go ahead and ask Nate Davis to learn left. Guard from the beginning.
4: How many times we run behind those two last game? Every time uh, we were successful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know every time we were successful, but how many times? I tweeted,
0: uh, I tweeted that out. Not enough. Right? I tweeted that out in the first uh, drive. Run behind Tevin and Darnell. Like, what are you doing? I don't. I'm gonna yep. say this.
3: I'm gonna say this. Okay, this is because it it, it, it it is kind of jumping back to the center conversation. I know Jordan said it. He's like, you you want somebody who's who's a veteran.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh there's a there's a guy that's coming out of Miami. Okay, fits fits the mold of the big center.
2: Okay, uh, Connor Williams. Yes.
3: If there's a way that you can get Connor Williams, Connor Williams is still young. Dude will probably be like 27 next year.
2: Yeah, he's a to good man. Make,
3: I was gonna say you put him next to Nate Davis something, I Like I said, Nate Davis needs to go to the left side, bro. Yep. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell you can move Tevin Jenkins from the right now. There's
0: no way. Uh, they're gonna, Cole, Cole, they're gonna do it. The other
3: side of right and run the ball.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is not hard to guy figure out. From the Dolphins. You said Miami. The from the Dolphins yeah. or the
3: College Miami? The, oh no, okay. the uh, the Dolphins. There's, like yeah. I say, I'm I'm talking about a a, a veteran.
2: Okay. Like
3: I said, do 6'5". six five. Bro. I mean, not what did I say? Six five. Yeah, six five. Six five, three hundred plus. You want a big center? I mean, he he anchors pretty well. I
2: yeah, I like I like Connor Williams, and I do think he's probably a better fit for this this style of offense. They want their centers to move freely. Um, but as far as like free agent centers, the guy I'd I'd have eyes on is Tyler Biotish, the center from the Cowboys. The Badass
0: from fucking. Oh, Wisconsin. I didn't know.
3: I didn't even know he was a free agent coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, Tyler Bionish isn't. Oh, that, well, that's number one then.
2: So he'll
4: he'll be a free agent next year, Jordan.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler. Yeah, they ain't got no money either. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. They ain't got yeah, no money I, either, bro. I've seen enough Lucas Patrick to last me for the rest of my life.
2: Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm not, I'm not standing for for Lucas Patrick, but he has plenty of issues. But I also think he is the punching bag for all the Bears fandom. He's always falling. I get it, but he is better than Cody Whitehair. He's better yeah, than yeah, Whitehair. Yeah. he's like, you, you know, well, you, that's you, a low you, bar. I well, I get it, too. But this whole this whole team is coaches. Like, I was I talking know. to Aldo after the game. The coaches like, are terrible. Well, he was like, What do you like, think about you know this player, that player? And I'm like, Well, I don't I, Luke Getzi was the one we were talking about, Aldo and I. We were saying, he was saying, Well, what do you think about Luke Etzi And I said, Everybody wants to bag on Luke Getsy, but Luke Getze has enough plays that people are running open. He has occasional exotic plays. They're not enough. He's also been playing with quarterbacks that aren't hitting those open receivers, so it's hard to just bag all on him. But I said at the end of the day, and we were talking about Chris Morgan too, like, do you think Chris Morgan's a good offensive line coach? I said, they're fine. They're good. They're, you know, the 21st or 22nd or the 18th best coach in the league. But that's not what you want. You don't win Super Bowls having the 18th or the 21st or the 20th. That's not how you win games. So. Uh, and to your point, too, you're absolutely right. It it doesn't say much to have Lucas Patrick as your starting center, which is why you do need to upgrade. But I'm just saying, in in a team full of, well, we're middle of the pack at best. Lucas Patrick, you could do a lot worse based on that's your ceiling of we're just trying to, to hit you know 18th best in the league.
4: Yeah, I, I yeah. think uh, Swifty had uh, either our last show or the show Bear the Souls on Tuesday where he said. The offensive line has had a ton of injuries, and he's not wrong. I mean, we, we do have starters, starter quality on our offensive line. They just haven't played together. I mean, you would keep Darnell Wright. You would keep Tevin Jenkins. You need a new center. You'd keep Nate Davis, and then Braxton Jones. You're still kind of evaluating him.
3: I don't know. You know,
4: Greg Gabriel loves him. You know, uh, to me, I mean, he's still a little light in the pants. but
3: I was going to say, he has the tools that you yeah, would love to to, to yeah, have. In the left you can get
4: adjust. by with, with Braxton Jones. Uh, if you're drafting uh Ola Fashanu, you know, what happens to Bra- Braxton Jones? You know, well,
0: even even Focisi said that earlier in the chat that uh Fashanu and he's a a Penn State fan, so he's seen yeah. it every week. He says he's got a, still got a lot to work on. So yeah. even if you bring in a rookie left tackle, then you're gonna have two young guys both trying to learn. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, right, I, I like a. Braxton a lot.
4: I do, too. The, you
0: know, the yeah, right. I wanted to
4: say that, KB, and I was like, I, want, I don't want I know. Can he snap the ball? He probably you know, snaps I
0: better than white hair. I'll An- tell you that. He he, I, I don't
4: think you can anchor enough against the probably bigger defensive tackles. But, that's the thing with Braxton Jones.
2: And, and I'm not even like the biggest Braxton Jones fan. That belongs to Skokes and a bunch of other people. But, I mean, put give the man his roses and give him credit where it's due. Yeah. I had severe legitimate questions on how much can you really improve your anchor? Yes, you can do some leg squats and you can build your strength up. I will give that man credit. He has been tested with the bull rush plenty. Yeah. And it's not that he looks like a world beater, but he's not getting his shit kicked in the way it was last season when he's bull rushed. And that is impressive for the young man. Yep. Hey
3: man, now, I, said,
2: I said, he it, was from I a
4: very it. small school.
2: Yeah, he was.
3: Yes, you know, yeah. Yeah. I said I said this
0: Pretty during sure the, there's the, high schools that have better uh gyms than than oh kids. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, said, bro, I
3: said it during the offseason bro I said what, what the Bears need to do is they they need to get the, the the three in the middle fixed because that net that first pocket is going to start there. if you can get them not being pushed back into Justin Fields lap or whoever the hell is gonna play quarterback at this point, mm-hmm. then you you stand a good chance. Right now, where we're lacking that a lot is the center. You get the yeah. center position fixed. Yeah. 100%. Maybe, Bra- like I said, maybe Braxton does take the next lead. Like I said, we have seven games left. I, the, to me, the best, the best thing that can happen for the bears is Braxton Jones and Justin Fields to come in and, and play lights out for the rest of the year and look like they, they are the fixtures at the position because then that gives you the operating room to do what the fuck you need with those two top five picks.
4: Yep. But so I, I'm going to go out and just, I look I came on the show here today and I said that the most important things we've got to do is evaluate the coaching staff. But to me, to me, I don't have to. I just think, oh, no, and, and I'm done with them too. I, Completely. And may, maybe Poles and Warren are done with them too. I don't know. But I mean, if they haven't,
0: if Poles they haven't seems seen. seems to love him some Eberflues. I don't know. I,
4: exactly. But he can I just be not. saying that because, I mean, look, yeah. uh, Bears Bears fans always come to the realization before Bears management that the coaches suck. <laughs> isn't that, you know? isn't
0: that terrible?
4: <laughs> it is just terrible. You know? And uh, uh, the thing we have to do is evaluate Justin Fields because he is our one of our our top commodities. And you have to uh, if you're, if you're not done with the coaching staff, you got to evaluate the coaching staff a little bit more. But look, our next three games are against division op- division uh, uh, opponents. And after that, we got the Browns. Yeah. Next four games are going to be tough, man. Yeah. So we got the Lions twice, yeah. Vikings, and then the Browns. I mean, yeah. if, if those four games don't tell you something about either the coaches or Justin Fields, uh, the polls and, and Warren are doing something wrong.
0: It's, it's such a yeah. bummer. I've, been,
2: I've literally been thinking about this all season. And, I mean, cause this is, I tell you I'm out on the bears and I'm ready to switch franchises and I'm right. Really, I'm serious about all that shit, but I've been thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, but I've been thinking about this whole time, which is like, they've not played the bears being have not played more than two divisional games. If yeah. they could just get their shit together and win these divisional games, you even as bad as your record is, you could limp. I'm not saying they're going anywhere, but you could actually get into the playoffs if you would actually just win playoffs against twice against <laughs> in the, the playoffs. No, they're not going to, but that's what's crazy. <laughs> and we are 10 weeks into the season. And if they want out the remainder of their division games because of how weak the North is, they would be in the playoffs.
4: Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. N- the NFC is weak this year.
2: I mean, think about it. They've played the Packers mm-hmm. once, so you've got one game left against the Packers. You've got two games left against the Lions, and you've got one game left against the Vikings. That puts you at what four games? So you're four and that, two. What? There's six playoff spots, right? Six playoff spots. Yeah. Three Seven, of them belong to the right? to the to
4: the Eagles, the Niners, and, and the Cowboys. The other three, probably the Lions, and then. Uh, other two, it's, it's other No, that's two.
2: something. They're not going to because the Lions are yeah. going to beat the shit out of them. But I'm just like, man, if you could find a way, you would be in the playoffs. Like 10 yeah. weeks in, you are you look dead in the water. But if you found a way to just win four more games, you'd be there. You could lose every other my one. My
0: biggest concern with that is if they go on, they win some games on the back half, they're going to keep the coaches. And the coaches are awful. We yeah, all know. I'm afraid it. you're right.
2: Well, I, I the they're, they're asking your report in the
0: chat. I know you don't know a ton about prospects, which is why you were kind of quiet during that segment. But uh, you can talk a little about this offensive line. What you're looking for in the second yeah. half of the season? What do you What do you think the future of this season? The back half of this season? What do you think it looks like? And what are you looking for in it?
1: No, oh, you're asking me, sorry. <laughs> yes, you would be so I mean, regard regarding regard the yeah, regard, regard the offensive line, um obviously the centre is a massive, massive need. I mean, I can remember watching the game on, on Thursday night and I saw Patrick absolutely get shoved right on his backside. He had to do like a little bit of a cartwheel, which I thought, well that's very good for our centre. <laughs> um I I I like to, I'd like to um I'd like to see. Um, Draft a left tackle. I I, I mean, I think Braxton Jones has done really well for where he's come from, but I just think we could get somebody better. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like to to stay on the right hand side, but like, 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 like you guys have said, has Nate Davis done much on the left? uh, uh, Is he willing to do that? Um, I mean, I think really that it's. The the look, the remaining games is all it's going to show us. Are they going to keep Fields? Are they going to draft a quarterback? The uh, you know are we going to have the coaching staff coming back? But I mean, I've got a really sneaky feeling that that Eberflus uh, might be back, but him might get fired because like Eberflus could say, "Well, I've I've got our defense playing well, so you know I am I am turning outside of the uh, the team around." So I've got like a bit of a sneaky feeling that 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 it's might stay and some of the assistants might go, which which is, I know it gives us a bit of continuity, but I just sort of think he's the man to do it. And you know when you look at his record, it's the worst record in Bears history. You know he's won what five games out of twenty-two, which is absolutely horrendous. Uh, but then again, are you prepared as a fa- as a franchise to to re, you know start again from the beginning? Uh, so I, I think really the ownership has got to back, wear that sort of decision up. Is it worth us, you know, cutting us losses and starting again? Or do we feel like there's actually something what we can work with, what we can work and improve on? But I think, re- I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, i not even thinking about playoffs boys, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I just think really, we, I, think the, I, I think the rest of the year, it's just about seeing what we've got, what we need at the end of the season yeah. and who, who we need to get rid of. I think really that's 100%. how it is now.
0: Yeah, I agree. Bear Truth Nine says uh we're on O-line and JF one watch. I agree with that completely. Yep. Um if if Justin yep. can come back in the last half of this season and play like he did against the, that three-game stretch that we saw. Remember last year when he went on his big run, it was all with his legs. Mm-hmm. This year we saw it a lot with his arms. If he can prove that he can make the throws and you don't know if you can see that from the guys in the draft, that helps immensely with two top five picks. Then you can add an M.H.J. Mm -hmm. You can add a left tackle. You can add another pass rusher so you don't have to pay someone $10 million in free agency to Mm -hmm. come in and hope they do something. You can use those draft Mm -hmm. picks to build this team possibly around justin i i i don't know i feel like the timeline's still not adding up go ahead kb this is this
3: is i need somebody to, to, to highlight mr mayhem 69's comment real quick i need i need that highlighted because this is the point i'm gonna make all right <laughs> that being said y'all
0: all know who i have been campaigning for yep. for
3: quite some time
0: yeah right? well, before, before we, we even say, I'm not, I'm not going the to- the coach yeah
3: I'm not, I'm not gonna say much on Greg Roman because I believe they got they didn't stay with Greg Roman because he did not know how to design passing concepts for real, they were all really simple or whatever the concept was.
2: You'd get the but pistol if, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would, I absolutely would. But if there was a way that you can make this marriage happen, and Eberflus did stay, I'm not saying I want that to happen. Okay, I need folks to understand this. I'm not saying I want that to happen,
1: but if there was a way to get Pip
3: Hamilton in. <laughs> I no, don't. Not at all. Not at all. Like I said, <laughs> I, I am a Pep Hamilton fan. I loved what I seen when he was working with Tyrod. I loved what I seen when he was working with. He, uh, he used to be here. He, he was here. Yeah. Greg Greg, this, we need Greg to talk to him, okay? And He needs to talk to Matt Abel from somebody polls, somebody. Because Greg Gabriel still has some, some pool somewhere, doesn't he? Uh, that being said, man, if you can get Pep Hamilton in here, let's say you do get Greg Roman in, and you let them work. Hey, this is Pep Hamilton coming, hey, this is what Fields does. This is what he does really well. We're going to work on this, and then we'll design our running scheme around that by what you want to do. But the passing shit, let Pep Hamilton do. I Bro, ecstatic. If at if, if that point Justin Fields failed, then it's completely on Fields, okay? I, I, I'm dying on that hill. I am dying on that hill. <laughs> I would love to see Pep Hamilton in this building because I believe in him as a coach. I believe him as a as somebody that can help design plays around what a quarterback does well. So if you could do that and you kept Eberflus, I wouldn't come,
2: you hey, know, you burn gonna, down. You guys are so better man than me. <laughs> like,
3: hey, you
2: I, keep I, Eberflus, I'm
3: out. I'm, I can't I'm, do this. I, that's it. Like I said, I'm, I will be completely out on Eberflus coming back. I am. Like I said, but if you brought Pep Hamilton in, and you brought like a Greg Roman with him,
2: I I gotta be honest, though, fellas, like I feel like, and I mean this respectfully, because I'm not, I'm not like saying I'm better than anybody. I feel like we're all just suffering from Stockholm syndrome, though. You're like prisoner, and you're like, how do I get out? Hey, man, let's bring back the good old boys. Come on, Justin welcome to being a Bears year? fan. Come right. on, come on, man! Justin yeah. Fields is still that guy. Come on, he's in year five, but like, he's he. You just haven't even seen him yet, like, man. But what if like Ipanfluus really can't be the next Levy Smith? And like, I just can't oh, do I it,
0: man.
3: Flash, I don't, up, I don't.
2: flash up that Jay Sanders comment. <laughs> Pep <laughs> Hamilton, is, Pep Hamilton, and Bill Lazor are both. At
0: the Jackson, not, we had both those guys, guys
2: <laughs> Just saying. And for the record, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm getting I'll to the not- point where I want Bears fans to get it. You guys could keep. Keep Justin Fields for another year. Keep Eberflus. I'll be here next year when it's like, okay, I guess we're trying for Arch Manning. I will yep. be here for
3: you.
4: We'll be having uh, the same conversation this time next year. Uh, yeah.
2: If that,
3: if that's the case, like I said, my big thing is this, and I, after I say this, I'm going to let Chris go. Uh, I'm not really sold on all the quarterbacks in this fucking draft. I'm, I don't believe that there's any quarterback in this draft that is coming in and is going to turn the team into the next playoff thing. I'm not. I, I've said. I've said this multiple times. I had friends call me a hater. I've never been high on Caleb Williams. Jay Sanders, my man. It is. It, it's exactly. It's the organization. I've never been high on Caleb on Caleb Williams. Yes, I've seen JJ McCarthy play. I've said. I stand by what I'm saying. I don't believe that next year you put him on this team and we're going to be any better than what we are now. I absolutely don't believe that, especially with this coaching staff. Drake May is going to be a flash in the pan. He's either going to be good or he's going to be he's going to be either Justin Herbert or he's going to be Brock Osweiler. That's how I see that. So my thing is this. If you are really not sure on what your quarterback situation is going to be, just build the fucking team. Look for a quarterback the, the year after, because if we're going to be trash next year because field sucks, then what, what are we doing? It's gonna be the same shit. Fields doesn't
4: suck though. I mean, if he's at anywhere else, he'd probably be awesome. It's you know, just I'm ruined quarterbacks here with this the management, the ownership, and, and the staff. And,
3: and it's kind of like what what AC was saying, bro. So we're gonna get another, we're gonna get a young quarterback and miss out on possibly building the team yeah. to just be in the same situation next year. Yeah.
0: That
1: that
3: yeah. that's that's <laughs> my point on things. It feels yeah. isn't the guy. Then fuck it. Let them play it out the next year, bro. We're going to be trash next year anyway.
0: Just build the fucking team around the two. I don't I don't fucking not It sounds like I'd have to find another co-host, though. I don't know if Jordan would be uh... – Jordan <laughs> just said he's going to be here regardless. I'll be
2: – I, 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 real quick, and then i got to let Chris go because I know Chris wants yeah, to say something. Go ahead. I just – I mean this. I will always have a spot for the Bears as a team I view more interesting than others. I'm always going to be kind of tuning in. But yeah, and I don't know if this means that I can't be on the show anymore. I love you, fellows. I can't be on the show anymore, but <laughs> I don't see a world where I'm coming back and rooting for the Bears. I'm over here actively planning, like, hmm. Well, the Raiders seem kind of interesting
0: if they get. Oh, guy. No, no, not the Raiders.
2: I mean, like, I'm just like I'm, serious. I'm like, well, you know, maybe I could be a Will Levis fan, and maybe you know, if they get like, I'm I mean, telling I'm you, I'm a Will
0: like, fan. I'm I got there. his Kentucky jersey, so I'm like, what if they, we came they, out, they're out they're of the coming. draft with this, Jordan? With that. Do you think we have to draft a quarterback round one? Uh, I do, but it's
2: not even because, like, Justin Fields sucks or anything. It's just that somebody put there that Ryan Poles has to ha- come up with wins at some point. Yeah. And I think if I'm Ryan Poles, I don't want – you don't get second chances as a GM in this league. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to watch my ship sink with Ryan Pace's quarterback. When I had every opportunity to go get my quarterback and if I get my quarterback he's cheap and I can maybe make a ploy to George to give me a few more years to see my quarterback develop um so that's more why I think that you don't see the Bears not select a quarterback in April um and whether or not I kind of agree with AC like it is and and, and uh, tooch said it is the organization and it really doesn't matter which quarterback you draft and you're yep. not going to really improve it but I mean, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm kind of putting my house, my fandom house up for sale and going, well, you know, Kevin O'Connell with JJ McCarthy and Justin Jefferson would be kind of sweet. And yeah, Brian Flores, Brian, I mean, yeah, I love Brian Flores too. You tell me I can't start rooting for a team that has my favorite defensive coordinator and they maybe select my quarterback because everybody else thinks he's trash and they get him in the second round. And Justin Jefferson, yeah, Josh Dobbs has not played badly, man. I'm just saying, like, and this is, I mean, one. I promise, I promise I'll shut the hell up after this. But one more thing. I watch a lot of football. football. Um, And I see Joe Mandel. I promise real quick, last thing. I watch a lot of football. It is a damn shame, but it's not on accident that when you watch football breakdowns, when you watch QB school, when you watch NFL breakdowns on ESPN, notice when's the last time you saw anything on the Bears schematically? I'm not even talking about players. I'm just talking about, man, that was a cool design. Or like, look at this blitz that they skewed up. I'm done. I want to go watch good football. there are thirty one other people offering pretty good football. So um thank you. Chris, if you I'm sorry, forgive me if you have anything and then whatever we need to do because I see Joe Mandel wants to get started. Uh, well,
0: we got we gotta I've close got I've this got no I've, so Teach can go help people set lineups. Go ahead, Chris.
1: No, I've got I've got no film, Mike. I've got no Let's wrap it up, man. All right
0: um final uh comments since we don't have a game uh yeah yeah, we'll just go around and hit shout outs and uh if i mean i feel like we're at the set we we went in a complete circle on this show i I came in to try and uh (laughs) talk about what we saw and what we might see in the second half of the season and i feel like we
3: uh make that what, what it is give what you hope to see for the back end of the season
0: yeah. Yeah. So I'll start with Tuch and go around and I'll finish this up. Tuch, I know you got to hop out and go help people set their fantasy lineups before it's too late. Uh, so yep. y- yeah, you go ahead and we'll, uh, what are you watching for in the second half of this season? Shoutouts and then, and then we'll hit the close. All right. Number one, like I've said,
4: you have to, uh, the second half of season has got to be all about evaluating Justin Fields, evaluating young players. Uh, it should all be about evaluations. I don't think, uh, uh, we should be going for a playoff spot. I, I, I would rather have those high draft picks because uh, the, that's how you build uh, a sustained success in the NFL is hitting on those top draft picks, getting the blue chip talent. Uh, to me, if you have the, the Panthers have the number one overall pick, we have that. You have to take the absolute number one best pick in the draft. I think regardless of position. I mean, if it's Marvin Harrison, you draft Marvin Harrison, you know? So uh, that's the second half has to be. Over. I'm out on the coaching staff. I don't care uh, uh, if uh, if they're back next year. I'm, I'm, it's it'll be it'll be hard for me to stomach like Jordan because I I do not like this coaching staff.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, and uh, uh, Ryan Poles, I'm still kind of out on too. I don't think he's that great of a of a uh, judge of talent. And if we're looking at the draft, we have to we have to find a center. We we need a, a playmaker on offense. Another one. And uh, you have to get a safety, a safety that you know, a, that a playmaking safety, ball hawk, yeah. hard hitter it stays on the field, that stays on the field.
0: Exactly.
4: <laughs> and then uh, uh, come see uh a fantasy football goon. I gotta get out of here, and uh, I will see you guys next week.
0: Thanks, dude. All right,
4: thank
3: buddy. you, too. See
0: you. Go ahead, KB. All
3: right, man. Real quick, what I want to see, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what everybody said. Uh, First of all, I want to see growth from Justin Fields when he comes back. Uh, I would love to see the continued uh, position change from Tevin Jenkins to staying that right guard. And I, will, I, I really need to see what happens with Braxton Jones because, like I said to me, the best-case scenario is if Braxton Jones and Justin Fields pan out because that gives you the ammunition to build around and build the team up. Uh, as far as the defense – I just, you you wanted, you just want to see somebody emerge as a legit pass rusher at this point. Uh, sweat does give you the pressures, which is a good thing. So, we got to see what we go go from there. Uh, that's just what I want to see for the rest of the season. Like I said, I'm just interested in the old line play and quarterback play mainly. Then, let's see what happens with the defensive line and my cousin being healthy for the rest of the year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that also yeah, said, uh. Shout out to everybody in the uh, the chat, man. Uh, thanks for y'all jumping on here with us, even though we didn't have a game today. Uh, yeah, we didn't really talk much about that game, and it wasn't really much to talk about. That's just the honest to God truth. <laughs> Two bad teams playing against each other, it is what it is. Uh, you know, shout out to you boys, man. Love y'all, boys, man. I, I love the fact that we can we can all have different opinions about things, and we all still got each other's back and love each other, man. That's mm-hmm. what the, that's what the show is about. That's 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 what good banter is supposed to be. That's what makes a good show. Uh, yeah. so yes, like I said, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out, and uh, also shout out to Gandia, man. Uh, pulled through his surgery really well, and everything seems to be looking good for him, man. So, we, we're hmm. a thousand percent, a million percent, in happy about that. Uh, so like I said, I love you boys, love everybody in the chat, man.
0: Absolutely, go ahead, uh, Jordan,
2: absolutely uh fellas always appreciate you it's always a good time and i think uh kb really hit it home there that we always do support each other even if we don't see the game the same way that's that's why i think this sport is fantastic that's why i think uh people are interesting if we were all doing the same thing we'd all be pretty bored so um very very happy to be always be on here with you and talk talk ball talk chalk Chad, always appreciate you being here i hope you had a good time uh, do all the things that make uh mr gandia speaking of which and we are happy for him um keep keep the channel keep the lights on like subscribe leave comments get all the ag- algorithm happy. Um, get it jazzed up, and then um, I think as far as the Bears, I'm, all I'm looking for is development. I just yeah, want to okay. see, can we see players actually take steps forward? I don't care if it's a line. I don't care if it's the kicker. I don't care if it's the punter. Um, just can you, can you get some level of development? Um, so other than that, have a blessed week. I hope everybody enjoys. God bless you all, and uh, we'll talk, I guess, pre-Lions beatdown of the Bears next week.
0: <laughs> don't say it like that, Jordan. Honestly,
1: <laughs> no, uh, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I just want to say, uh, yeah, I always a joy to be with you boys. And I haven't really said much today, but you know, I, I don't watch college football, so to me, I'd rather just sit here and listen to you guys and take it rather than just talk bullshit for no reason at all. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, but my, my assessment of, of the Bears is just, um, just, just like and so just see if if the team develops, you know, to keep improving. And the important players, what we need to see improve, do improve. Um, and always shout out to the chat, you know, you are one of us, we're all the same, you know, without you, don't be sure. And uh, yeah, it's just glad to hear that Aldo, uh, he pulled through all right. I, I had a text, I asked him, uh, did, he have to, did he have to shove the uh, the uh, surgery up his manhood? And he said, luckily, no, it was just his groin. So that, that's a blessing because <laughs> who wants <wouldn't> <laughs> anything shoved up the penis? Uh, so uh, yeah, everybody have a good, good, safe week, and uh, and like uh, on until Detroit next week,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, first and foremost, shout out to you guys for coming on with me today to talk about this Bears team and give us a, an assessment. Uh, Jordan, thank you for giving us some guys to watch on Saturdays that we may hope to see in a Bears uniform next year and uh maybe even looking around the league a little bit to see some guys hitting free agency i didn't realize badass was about to hit free agency and i will never say his name correctly i will always say badass because that's what i said when i saw him (laughs) drafted uh and uh so yeah definitely thanks for that um shout out to the chat they were on fire today giving us topics and and their opinions always valued uh whether we agree with them or disagree with them it gives us things to talk about you know which is always fantastic um just like jordan said stick around here on uh ballroom network um goon and tooch will help you set your lineup with adam shalom if you're a fantasy football player um baseball season is uh, not it's over but the cubs just hired a new uh a new manager, which uh, was really fun to watch. I think he's going to move the team in the correct direction. So uh, if you are subscribed and you get notifications at the ballroom, they'll let you know when Crosstown Crosstalk comes on, or you can listen to South Burbs Hitmen where they talk about the White Sox imploding and doing what what the White Sox do. Um, The hockey season is in full effect, so – uh bar down hockey talk is going on right now check that out that's fun to watch and listen to um listen to us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from and leave us a review is always appreciated uh to help us like Jordan said build the algorithm and get other eyes on the ballroom network and ears uh always always fantastic um I did want to before we move on yesterday was Veterans Day the 11th month of the 11th day the eleventh hour, and as a veteran myself, very important to me to say thank you to a veteran because the the freedoms that we have in this country, and a lot of people these days don't realize how free we are. But these veterans have been to those other countries, specifically myself, and we've seen what it looks like when you're not a free country. So definitely think a veteran if you have one in your life. Uh, I'm going to try not to get choked up, but, uh, it, it,
2: it
0: gets me. It does. KB saw me cry several times at soldier field when the oh, chop yeah. flew over in the American. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Uh, so definitely thank a veteran. Um, shout out to Bobby bombs. He's a, yes, currently, uh, he's a Marine, um, and, and doing his thing. Um, so definitely think a veteran. I wanted to say that before we move on, but, uh, We'll see you guys next week, and I'm not going to call it a Lions beatdown because I'm helplessly optimistic about this team. I even bet them minus <laughs> two. On you know, my other show, it was at minus four, and I picked the Bears because I thought the Panthers were awful, so I lost that bet, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, uh, until until next week when we come back, we'll just leave everybody with a bear down. Right now, Bear
1: down. Bear
0: down. Bear down.